morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Vanguard. For Spike, I didn't come up with any nicknames today for some reason. Uh, Cohen, I am Matt Wright, and together we are traversing the muddied waters of freedom. Cohen and Wright, attorneys at law. Cohen and Wright, attorneys at law. If you have been smirked, stared, or smiled at by a MAGA hat wearing child, contact us today. You may be entitled to compensation. (sighs) First and foremost, allow me to thank Grassroots Cava House for the cava that I drink on this and every episode of the Muddied Waters of Freedom. And allow me to thank Kroger for my delicious purified drinking water. Bulavanaka. Bulavanaka. Uh, so now that we have our own law firm, um, law firm, yeah, 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 our very, our very prestigious law firm, uh, wildly successful, yeah, wildly, insanely successful law firm. Right. Um, we should probably tell, uh, we should probably tell all of our listeners and uh, viewers what a little bit about Cohen and Wright, attorneys at law. Right. So I made a stupid meme on my phone. Most of our stories start with me making a stupid meme on my phone. Accurate. And um, I, uh, I I put it together and it said uh, it it was a stock photo. It was a, actually it was an actual ad from a, a law firm. And it's and it said something about whatever they were advertising. And I, I, I cleared all that out and wrote, uh, have you been were you have you been stared at by a MAGA hat wearing teenager or something like that um, or by a kid wearing a MAGA hat? Uh, you may be entitled to compensation and it had, you know, for free information, it had a, it had their phone number on it. And I almost left their phone number and I thought, you know what, let's not get sued. That would have been hilarious if you left their phone number and (laughs) and we ended up. Yeah. And then, yeah, cause that, that no way that would have ended poorly. No. And so, um, and so I'm like, let me just put, and so I'm like, well, what number? And I don't want to put like five, five, five or whatever. So I'm like, screw it. I'll just put our, uh, the number for our show. And, um, so, uh, I put that there and didn't really think much of it and it got a bunch of shares and a bunch of likes or whatever. All right. And you're, then, you ready lawyer? Or are we getting, are we getting a call? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Thank you for calling Wright and Cohen attorneys at law. How may I help you? And they hung up. You know what? I mean, if you're going to make the call, then commit to it. I know. Commit. Like, commit to it. Commit we're, we're trying to, to help call. you guys here. So, we only get paid if, we, if you win. Right. So, literally, since he made this post, <laughs> the, the, the phone number that we have for, for this show, people are calling it and leaving me messages. And these messages... <laughs> The messages are hilarious because they're like, oh, we want more information on how we might be entitled to... Entitled to money, right. Yeah, entitled to money. Uh, it was funnier when you didn't know what was going on. I had no clue. And you're like, why are they writing me? Why are they calling me about a MAGA hat? And I was tempted to just be like, I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> Stupid. I don't know. People are dumb. And um, and we were like, and he was like trying to figure it out. Is it? Is it one of our haters? Is it who? Who could this be? And so I, I, I couldn't lie. I, I showed him, and he thought it was hilarious. But I really did want to just like play off, like I don't know. This is, this is troubling. I don't know. 
But um, but yeah, you've gotten how many call? Like, I mean, it's it's over a hundred at this point, right? Uh, from the time that you posted that yesterday to the time that I sent you the thing, sent you the video, I think we're at a hundred and fifteen. Oh, and you've gotten way more since then. I've got yeah, I've gotten tons since then. I started answering. <laughs> <laughs> most of them hang up. I think most people think it's a joke, and then when I answer, I'm like, yeah, thanks for calling Cohen and Wright. Uh, attorneys of law, how can I help you? Uh, they hang up on me. Like, oh shit, this is a real number. They hang yeah. <laughs> so answering it, at, you know, as as attorneys do, answering at eight forty at night. Well, you uh, know, we're so busy with this class action against you know MAGA hat wearing teens uh, that uh, we um, we we're we're just obviously still open, trying to we're make the, sure that we're the Alan Dershowitz <laughs> or not Alan Dershowitz. Um, what was that woman's name? Julia Roberts did the movie. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, man. Aaron Brockovich. Aaron Brockovich. We are the Aaron Brockoviches of our era, which is apparently now. <laughs> which is, um, yeah, right now. Which is this very moment. And um, so, yeah, so guys, if you're, uh, if you're looking to score big on that MAGA hat kid staring money, <laughs> uh, then you know who to call. Yeah, you need to call. I want to write. Attorneys at law. Yeah, coming in right. Attorneys at law. Attorneys uh, at law. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully we get somebody who actually wants to talk to us on this episode, uh, because I can't wait to hear how that. Com- yeah, I want to know how that conversation goes. Really, more than anything else. I wonder what the legal limit is for us to like consult people about this before. And we're going to talk about this later, but it's not like the feds could even do anything right now, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's about. completely this, different. This is really the moment. <laughs> Guys, if you're, I'm not saying that you should sell drugs, but if you're looking to move a brick, this would be the time to this, do it. This is definitely the time to move a brick if you're trying to move a brick. If you're trying to move really anything illegal, uh, this would be your moment. I'm not saying to do it, because um, I certainly would never I encourage anything like that. definitely don't recommend uh, it. Yeah, we at Muddy Waters Media are definitely against brick moving. Um, uh, but, uh, but if you were going to move a brick, it would be now, this would be your time going to write attorneys of law. Yes. Uh, so man, we, we look good on, we, we look really good on Twitter right now. I'm just going to say that. Do we? Yeah. We look real good on Twitter. Um, I'm happy about that. We look best on Twitter, right? Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Periscope is our, is our joint. Yeah. Um, so for those who have absolutely no idea what we're talking about with uh, MAGA hat kids. And if you so, don't, if, if you have no idea what we're talking about, good on you. That means really. you have not been on social media for the last two days. <laughs> or turned on your TV. You really, you've been blessed. You've been spending time just watching Netflix and, and you know, loving life and not realizing that a race war is brewing, brewing in this, in this governmentless society that we have today. Um, uh, so basically there was a march over the weekend called the March for Life. It's a it's a pro-life march uh, that happens every year. And uh, the uh, people come from all over. It's actually a massive march. It's, it's larger than most other marches in D.C. And, and gets very little coverage, obviously, because it's not, it doesn't meet the narrative of what, of what major media wants to talk about, except Fox News. And so uh, uh, there were some kids that were taking part in the uh, in the march from Covington Catholic High School, I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Covington Catholic School. Covington Catholic, yep. Yeah, Covington Catholic in somewhere in Kentucky. 
and these kids are like I don't know, thirteen years old, fourteen. They're, they're kids, and they. Uh, I mean, they, I guess they, 15, 15 to eighteen, because it's oh, high school. Oh, is it that old? They look way younger. I mean, than it's that. high school, so you got to think. I guess so. I don't even remember how old I was in high school anymore. Matt. That's so. That's I mean, the, I know we, that's we pretend drugs. we're young on this show, but man, that's the drugs talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the so the kid drums. What's that mean, Matt? So uh, so the uh, so the kids they they took part in this march, and then afterwards they went to the National Mall and. Or I guess the march is at the National Mall, and they were looking at the Lincoln Memorial or whatever. And they, the, this big group of kids were told, uh, "Wait here for the." They were waiting for the bus, so they waited for the bus. And during that time, a group of adults uh, referred to as the Black Hebrew Israelites. This is a group of black gentlemen who. Um, so I guess without going too deep into it, if you can picture, it's sort of. They're kind of like the Westboro Baptist Church, um, except they're black, and they think that they are the real uh, Hebrews, the real is- Israelites that are spoken of in the Bible, and that Jews like me are fake uh, Israelites, and that you know we're, we stole it from them. And it gets a lot deeper and weirder. And basically, they scream at everyone. They go. They're big in New York City. Uh, there's actually a bunch of them in Charlotte too. You'll see them in major metro areas screaming at everyone. Uh, they scream at the white people. Um, they scream at black people who aren't, you know, dressed up in robes and turbans like them. They they hate gay people. They hate everyone. Really, they hate everyone. They're like the very similar parallels to Westboro. I was going to say and, it sounds uh, just like Westboro, with the exception of skin color, and also being like avidly racist. Because I, I think Westboro actually isn't racist. Um, I'm not sure of that. Yeah, but I, 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 yeah, I honestly couldn't tell you on that one. I just, know, yeah, I just know I, they I don't really think they hate care gay about people. skin color. They just hate everyone. Um, but, but so anyway, so the the, the uh, black Hebrew Israelites were screaming at these kids and calling them incest children and screaming all sorts of stuff at them and uh, and then also um, they also were screaming. So there's one black kid in the school or or one of the black kids. They were screaming at the black kid. And saying, you know, these white kids are going to harvest your organs or something like that. Right. So they're screaming at the kids. The kids asked the their chaperones if they could start doing their their chant, their high school chant, to drown out these people screaming at them. And the chaperones were like, okay. So they start doing their chant. In the midst of all of this, there's also a, I guess, a native rally or a native march that had just dispersed. And some of the natives were leaving that. And they came up to this, and this is where it gets murky on why exactly this happened. But for whatever reason, there's a few different narratives as to why this happened. Uh, a, a guy by the name of uh, Nathan Phillips, I think his name is, yeah, uh, a, a, a native guy in his 60s, uh, walks up to the kids and starts. Um, he has a drum, like a native like a tribal drum, and he's he's banging on the drum and uh, ch- doing a, a, a native chant sort of i guess to the rhythm of their of their school chant and so there's this video of so so this happens and then very quickly soon after in social media there is this like 20 second long clip of him in front of a student banging his drum and it looks like he's surrounded by all these kids who are it looks like they're screaming so you don't realize they're doing their chant go ahead so real quick like that came out Right around lunchtime, like right around lunchtime, uh, 
Sunday? Saturday, Saturday, I think. Saturday. Um, yeah. It may have been Sunday, actually. Matt, we're going to be getting oh, here. We go. Here we go. Ready? <clears throat> yeah, I got it. Thank you for calling Cohen and Wright, Attorneys at Law. How may I help you? Not committing. Once again, not committing. Commit, commit people. You're, you're messing with my flow of my storytelling. You're not going to get entitled to compensation right. if you hang up if on us. If you hang up on us. Um, we can't help you. <laughs> we can't help you anyway. It's <laughs> Because we could if you didn't hang up. You could. Uh, PG but, Newser, Paul Gordon says uh, all red. I feel Gloria all reddish in this, in this scenario. I wonder if Gloria Allred gets hung up on a lot. Probably. Um, so yeah, Saturday that video comes out, and I'm out. I'm out at lunch, and I'm uh, having lunch with my dad, and you know I'm doing my thing, and you know playing right. on the phone while you know he's talking to me about whatever, and uh, <laughs> and I see it, and I was so I watched the video, and you're it's a you're right, it's about twenty seconds, thirty second long video, and right. everybody like. I'd already seen so many people complaining about how this kid is being so disrespectful to this guy. Right, right, right. And then, right. like, so I watched this 20-second video, and he's banging on the drum, and he slowly makes his way through the crowd and then goes right up into Nick. Nick, um... Sandman, I think his Sandman. name is. Uh, Sandman, he, yeah. Yeah, he goes right up into Nick Sandman's face, and he starts doing it, and Nick's got that smirk on that is now world-famous. Um <laughs> And then that's where the video ends. And right. so, and I commented on it and I said, he walked right up to the kid. Yeah. Like what? I don't see how the kid was being disrespectful. He just didn't move. And if you look before that, the, the part that they first showed to try to make it look like he was intimidating the, na- uh, the native guy. If you look at the video before that, he was like flinching at first because a picture of someone comes up and starts banging a drum in your face. Yeah. Just the reverberation of that and the stick that he's hitting it with is like inches from his face. And I, I don't think he was trying to hurt the guy or, or anything like that. But like you've got at strangers screaming at you and like calling you like I mean, he was they were screaming like anti-gay slurs and racist slurs at the kids. And then this other guy comes up and starts banging a drum. What the hell is going on? Like it, it, it's like something out of a, a um, out of a, a oh, what's the guy's out of a Fellini movie or something. <laughs> like you're you're sitting there, and you know you, you're you're waiting to get back in your bus to go back to freaking Kentucky to your Catholic church school. And you know I can't imagine how much exposure they've had to random stuff to begin with. And now they're getting all the random stuff at once. And with insults and swearing. And now this guy's banging a drum in your face. And what it looked like at first to me was like a smug smirk. But after watching, I, I, I have to admit, I didn't watch the whole hour and 45 minute video. I, but yeah. after watching the, the, the most pertinent parts of it and, and, and all of the part of the where the native guy, uh, uh, Phillips is there, Mr. Phillips is there. I think he was just like in this awkward, like half scared, half, you know, confused i'm not sure what to do i'm just gonna stand here and smile and you know hopefully this will end soon and you know when you watch the whole thing and this is one of those you know powerful moments about how you can take a snippet of video and make it look like something completely different that snippet of video you can look at it and especially with the description that was given 
you can think these kids surrounded this poor guy who's doing his chant and they're all up in his face and, you know, they're wearing their MAGA hats and, you know, uh, this poor guy didn't even know what was going on or whatever. And then, and then when you watch the whole thing, it's like, no, it's the exact opposite. Like, I, and I don't necessarily think that, uh, Mr. Phillips is in the, is, is, was a bad guy, although he keeps changing his story on, on why he did what he did. But it's certainly like the kid didn't do anything wrong. And, it's crazy to watch like so the 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 major news uh outlets whatever the the major major media carried it you know unquestioning the original original narrative and then once more video came out pretty much all the major narrative and a lot of like you know left wing people and other people that were promote you know putting this out have retracted their original statement and apologized for not you know waiting to hear more of it and so you've got this devoted group of of leftist social justice warriors that are still holding on desperately to the narrative that this kid did something wrong and it's just falling apart. Um, and it's just kind of crazy, but yeah, no, I mean, if you, uh, if you feel victimized, call us and we will, yeah. um, we will do everything that uh, is within our power. And <laughs> did, so did you see uh, today a video was released by two girls, two, two fem- two women, two young women, um, who were in DC for something. I don't know what they were in DC for. It didn't say, but they were in DC and they were walking down and like, it was a video of the, some of the Covington kids harassing them. So I saw, I didn't watch the video, but I saw a link that there was a girl that was harassed by, um, kids or guys wearing, uh, make America great again hats. But has that been confirmed that it's the same kids? I mean, they were. I mean, they were young kids. Like I saw the. I watched the video. They were young kids. I don't know if they were the Covington kids or not, but right. like, and people were like, "See, these kids don't have any, any uh, respect for whatever." Right. And right, I was right, like, right. I remember being a high schooler. Yeah. Like I remember that, and you haven't learned at that point that being excited about a very attractive woman walking by is wrong. Like, right, right. like you, you, you haven't been like beaten down by society enough at this point. So like you haven't been rejected enough in order to be like, no, I'm not even going to attempt that. So not worth it. Right. 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 And so, we also don't know that that's the same. Like, right. I mean, I'm trying to picture the high school I went to. God forbid I'd be compared to some of the worst actors in my grade like i i actually was one of them but uh god forbid one of the better kids be compared to what i did as a you know what i mean like you know like oh like the glass of 2000 in you know in, in myrtle beach and then they show a picture of me you know doing the things i uh, uh was never actually proven to have done and uh and and you know uh, you know the good kids uh, you know, it would suck for them to be compared to me in that situation. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not going to speak for every single kid from Covington High School uh, or whatever, Catholic, Covington Catholic School. That kid that everyone has focused their visceral hatred for and tried to track down his information so they can dox him and have people physically confront him and all this crap. Um it's, as far as anything I've seen, he didn't do anything wrong. Right. It's like the uh, the Saturday Night Live writer. Yeah, um, I was just going to, yeah. Yep. Who, who uh, I, I wish I'd put her name in the notes, 
But the, there is a Saturday night. There is a female Saturday Night Live writer, and she uh, tweeted out yesterday or today that anybody who were to punch this teenager, this young teenager, in the face, yep. because of his smug smile, and punch him in his very punchable face, she would give oral sex to. Yeah, uh, Sarah Beatty or Beatty yeah. is her name. Um, I have never heard of her. Um, I don't really follow Saturday Night Live that much anymore. But yeah, the idea that, well, I mean, putting the oral sex thing aside, uh, the idea I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, I did think about it because it's been a while. <laughs> like, sorry, kid. Um, but uh, I hope uh, you understand. You will when you you're know, older. You, you'll get it later. You'll get it when um, you're older. You'll understand. This will, This is a life lesson. But you you want a kid beat up for smiling for smiling like what the hell is wrong with like i'm not a trump supporter when i see the someone wearing a maga hat most of the time i like either roll my eyes or just think oh okay good like i mean you know it is what it is i have roughly the same reaction i have when i see people wearing hope and change stuff you know, I'm just like, like, this is what you, this is the first foot forward you want to put to strangers, um, that you're this devoted to a politician, but whatever, like, I get it. Like, you know, you're, that's your statement. That's your thing. Whatever. The fact that you're wearing that, I'm not going to hate you. And I'm certainly not going to try to construct this idea that you smiling in an incredibly awkward and possibly even scary situation is makes you deserving of anything other than a little bit of sympathy that, you know, you went through this, you, you, uh, you know, I would say the same, if it had been a situation where a bunch of black kids wearing Obama stuff started getting yelled at by white racists and then a native, a native, again, this is like twin peaks A Indian shows up with a drum. Like what the hell is happening? And, and a native shows up and starts banging a drum in, your, drum in your face, and one of the black kids is smiling. I'd be saying the same thing I am now. This isn't a pro-Trump thing by any stretch of the imagination. Anyone who's watched this show knows that we are not Trump supporters. And uh, it's just insane to me. Like, I, I don't – it's I, – I, it, it, it speaks to how um, driven insane people are by seeing those hats – and and some people by seeing white kids smiling like some people just don't if they see a white person enjoying or even appearing to enjoy something they're upset about that but that's a, that's a small group of people a lot of them they're just they saw a maga hat they saw someone smiling and they saw a native and that was enough for them to say hang him and that's just insane and so you know people were coming out and they're like you saw the uh, twitter feeds from people who were or the twitter posts from people that were saying um, right you know, if you go out in that hat, you know what you're doing and you deserve what happens. Yeah. Like, and these are the, and again, I'm going to preface this <laughs> before we even get there <laughs> that we hear, yeah, that we here at Muddy Waters Media do not condone rape in any way. Ever. 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 We are uh, very anti-rape. We are very anti-rape, but these are the same people who are saying that these kids who are out there, or, you know, anybody who's out there wearing a make America great again, hat, uh, right. anybody that's wearing it is like asking for what comes to them. That is the exact same argument 
as somebody saying, well, look at how she was dressed. Right, right. Exact she's, she's, same argument. Yeah, she she was asking for it. She's wearing a, a dress. Like, the the okay, so... It's a hat. It, it's a hat. It's a hat. It's a hat. It's a hat. And it has... No, it has a very uh, polarizing... Uh, uh, because it's not... You know, because I saw one person say, well, it's just saying they want to make America great again. Okay, at this point, a red make America great again, or any... A, a MAGA hat doesn't just mean you want to make America great. Like it, there, there's a lot tied to it, and and in terms of supporting Donald Trump and and everything that comes with that. Right. So it's definitely a political statement. But and 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 if you're not a supporter of that, it's a political statement of things that you know we don't support. But it's not it's not a Hitler hat. It's not a freaking Che Guevara shirt, which is you know easily popular. Work. Yeah. Easily, I mean, that's much like, everyone's worse. fine with that. That's an actual shirt that I mean, I wouldn't say someone deserves what they get for it, but you know, you've got a genocidal maniac on your shirt. Um, you know, maybe, maybe don't do that. Um, but I mean, you know, you have a, a you know, a, a, a MAGA hat on. I, I'm not gonna go to the level of saying because if, if you deserve to be, if based on Trump's conduct as president, you deserve to be beaten for wearing that hat. Then you, you, if you're going to be, uh, if you're going to be, uh, logically consistent and intellectually honest, then someone wearing Obama stuff also needs to get hit. And someone wearing an, I'm with her, you know, Hillary shirt also needs to get hit. And someone who's wearing whatever Bush Reagan, whatever, like it, it's, it, it's, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's, a, it's absurd. Um, the, the, so, an interesting thing about this, we were ta- speaking of of leftist agitators. The uh, Libertarian Party chairman uh, Nicholas Sarwark is that Sar- how you pronounce that? Uh, Nick Sarwark. Sarwark. He Sarwark. jumped on this anti MAGA hat bandwagon. The SJW leader of the Libertarian Party of the of the Libertarian of the Libertarian Party. He jumped on this, and he's supposedly an ANCAP. Did you know that? Is he? It, that's what I've been told. Okay, that he's an anarcho-capitalist. Sure. Yeah, brave new world. And so <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> what a time to be alive. And he he jumped on the anti-maga hat kid bandwagon really early and said, you know, I'm not even as upset as about their actions as I am about the silence of those who who've witnessed it. And when and, and there were others who also. Uh, you know, in and out of the Libertarian Party, who who in, who initially jumped on it and said, you know, this is terrible, and whatever. And when more information came out, they said, hey, look, this isn't what it looked like, and I was wrong. And even some people said, hey, I'm still not completely exol- absolving the kid, but it's not nearly as cut and dry as it was. Sorwark has uh, steadfastly stuck to his narrative. Oh, that he he is not backing down. He was not backing down. There has been a very heated debate that he is actively engaged in where he has said that, um, you know, that, that they're, uh, that, you know, this kid was in the wrong. People have shown, they've talked specifically about what the kid did uh, during the video to prove that he didn't do anything wrong. And, and Sarwark says, well, you're just engaging in what about is, oh, yes. Fingers crossed. Can I answer this one? Cohen and Wright Attorneys at Law, may I help you? Uh, I'm sorry, I uh, picked up the wrong number. My mistake. Oh, okay, okay, no problem. Are right. we still on? <laughs> no, I hung up. Oh, uh, that guy's lying. He 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 was not expecting us to answer that phone. 
That guy was lying. He was 100% lying. Sir, if you're watching this, don't lie. You knew you wanted to hear about the settlement. Yeah, you you wanted to know all about that free money. (laughs) People are thinking they're calling a legit law firm. Oh, man, I hope this never ends. Um, So... What was I even saying? Okay, so Sarwark has been doubling down and, you know, uh, accusing people of being dishonest when they're, like, basically showing them video of what happened. And uh, uh, Karen Ann Harlos, who is the... Is she the, she's the treasurer, I think, of the Libertarian uh, Party? Yeah, I believe so. I believe she's yeah. the treasurer. And, and more importantly, she's, like, a workhorse for the Libertarian Party. She's single-handedly building the Libertarian Party wiki page, Elpedia, and she's you know looking for uh original documentation of the party she's like basically the historian slash curator of the party she's incredibly active she's also an anarcho-capitalist and she's incredibly incredibly active in the party and she brought this up and said hey look this kid was a victim and this is very similar to something that happened to her uh at the 2016 convention where a guy uh basically chased her up a podium and got in her face and was putting stuff in her face. And she was, was you know, was telling him to big up. sign in her face, I believe. Yeah. He had like a political sign. Right. And he was screaming. And he was all in her face. And she was saying, you know, get away from me. I feel threatened. Leave me alone. And when she reported that, I guess to Sarwark or to whomever else, uh, they didn't do anything about it. They just were like, they don't care. And so it was like, you know, bothering her that, you know, once again, Sarwark is seeing someone being like, you know, not aggressed against to the extent of like, being assaulted but really being potentially threatened and being in a scary situation and being respectful about it and he's attacking essentially the victim um and 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 what's crazy about it is he's doing it because it matches a leftist an authoritarian leftist narrative it's like you're supposed to be a libertarian he's supposed yeah he's supposed to be he's not it's so weird. Like, so my exposure to, to Nick Sarwark was watching his old videos, and I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. And then when I was talking to people in the party, and I'm like, is he a minarchist? Is he? And they're like, no, he's an ANCAP. And he, because he's given speeches where he said, you know, there's no government like no government. And I'm like, okay. And then I've heard, then that, I have see, heard that speak. Well, I've heard one of those speeches. I don't know if, right. if he only did that once. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I think once he got a little bit of a taste of power, he was like, wait a minute, maybe, maybe we need a little government. Um, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't, I just, I don't get his, ins- and this isn't the first time he's done this. He jumped on, there was a beef between Eric July and a, essentially a has-been rapper named Talib Kweli. Yeah. And he like jumped on Talib's side and I'm like, Talib Kweli is a democratic socialist. This is who you're siding with over a, over an actual libertarian. Like I just and then he uh, he got into a uh, he got into a big Twitter war with Tom Woods. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, no, he and Tom Woods got into this huge Twitter war with each other. Um, Tom Woods was essentially saying that you're not a libertarian, <laughs> and uh, Nick Sarwark's only response really was, well, I'm a member of the party, so I'm a libertarian. Because, you know, that's all that really matters. That's all you have to do right. is just be a member. Just be a yeah. member of this party. Um, political party, yeah. It, I, and, like, he has done... We, 
when Muhammad was still the co-host of this show, uh, we had Greg Bowen on as a guest, and we did this entire thing. We did this entire episode uh, where we just talked about Nick Sarwark being uh, awful. And, uh, and that was over a year ago. That was uh, before he won re-election in New Orleans. Um, and, and, and the thing, I've always tried to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because, again, like hearing what he's had to say in the past, I'm like, you know what? I've seen people that are in leadership positions and they get thrown into the spotlight in battles between other people and they sometimes have to take uncomfortable positions for the sake of, you know, party unity or, you know, uh, not falling into the fray. But this is the opposite. He, like, actively, he looks for petty quarrels to inject himself into to take whatever the furthest left position in that argument is. And it's like... And I mean, Why? not only that, but you, you are the leader, you are the leader right. of a political party. Like, right. And you want to give off, you, you want to give off the facade that you're a legitimate political party. And I get that. I 100% get that. But you're focusing on whether or not the smirking kid was wrong versus the guy banging the drum in his face which i get like i get the irony that you and i are talking about this for the first mm, 30 minutes of this program so far but you're the leader of this we are at the head of a libertarian exactly like you should be focusing on other things that actually matter like whether or not this kid was in the wrong or the guy banging the drum was nathan phillips was in the wrong whichever one was in the wrong it doesn't matter as the really head, doesn't. yeah, as the head of the Libertarian Party, you should be focusing on you know the civil rights violations that are being you know the civil rights violations the, the, uh, the you know where the police steal your stuff, uh, civil asset forfeiture. Oh, civil asset forfeiture, yeah. and I mean, there's all sorts of stuff. You so could be many talking things about. that you could be focusing on, but instead, you are like this is the hill you're choosing to die on, yeah, and it makes weird. absolutely no sense that and, you and want a hill to. You're, a hill you're willing to die on in fighting against your own people like, board. Yeah. You're fighting against your, you're fighting against the at large members. You're fighting against, I don't know where, uh, Alex, uh, Merce, 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 I don't know. He's he, Alex Merced. He's the, Merced. um, he's the vice chair. Yeah. I don't, but I don't know where he stands on, uh, on this whole thing or he's probably, Nor do we need to, yeah, he's probably staying silent. Like, they all should, uh, I guess. Uh, but like, you're fighting against the people that are in your own that are in your own board, and instead, it's just making the entire party look sillier than it already does because yeah, you're their just, leader. It's just a weird, weird petty thing, and I'm not sure. I, 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 you know, and he's refusing I, I why we're talking about it as long as we are but this is what we do we have a topical show where we talk about stuff right. and this is easily the biggest news story in the last two or three days and you said so, we were going to bang it into the ground missing oh, the and great... we're banging it into it is well into i flushed with the very earth yes uh we, banging it like that, that native drum yeah like banging it like that drum in that kid's face in that uh, kid's face we're just you're you are lovely viewing audience are that kid and we are the native banging <laughs> banging the drum, the drum. the story in your face people will say it's louder. racist for us to say that because we just compared ourselves to natives but in all honesty elizabeth warren set the stage for all of this i am easily more native than elizabeth warren 
Um, I am easily less. I'm, I'm... <laughs> Between the two of us, we're roughly as native as Liz Warren is. So I'm that. comfortable. I, I stand by what I said. Right. We are we are uh, 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 the um. Yep. We're like the nation <laughs> that's being in the drum in your face. So, uh, so I, I, this feels fairly flush with the ground at this point. So I think we can, we can pivot into the, the, I believe uh, that the we, other major news. I, I do believe that we do have, uh, attorney Chris Reynolds watching. Um, oh. so I was wondering if Chris Reynolds is watching, uh, how much trouble can we get in for pretending to be a legal firm, even though we don't actually practice any law or plan on yeah, practice? Chris, yeah, hey, what if you're watching, the, what's the law regarding? Um, we made a joke, even, even jokingly referring to yourselves as, for example, Cohen and Wright attorneys at law, and um, uh, taking calls from people and answering as such. And uh, for anybody here in Florida, attorney Chris Reynolds. Uh, can help you out um, with many of yes. your legal needs. <laughs> if, you, if you actually want to be represented, don't, don't call Don't us. call, call us. Attorney call, Chris Reynolds. Call Attorney, attorney Chris Reynolds. Um, but Because um, he, he's actually an attorney. He, he is really an attorney. This is and his pen can, right here. Um, but it's, it's what he actually does, so don't. Right. we're not trying to compete with him. Uh, so we just, uh, hopefully we get an answer on that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to knowing whether um, I need to need to book it like back in the day um but, but uh as of as but, of today yes. as of today as of a couple hours ago i'm assuming um both of us lose our bets as to oh yeah yeah yep both Guys, of us so lose we, our bets the government has now been closed for 32 days and yeah we but 32 was what we bet right but so, yeah so. you bet i bet 31 you bet 32 Okay, so you've already lost. Oh, yeah. I lost yesterday. You already lost yesterday. I am holding on by a thread, and unless, certainly not upset about it at all, but unless uh, we see uh, some capitulation in the next two hours and 47 minutes, uh, I will also have lost our bet, uh, which means it goes to the house, I guess. Not sure how that works. uh, Uh, Jacob LaBelle has 42. So it just has to get past forty-two, oh. and then it goes to the house. Because Jacob LaBelle, you haven't him. won. What? Oh, does Jacob win by by default? Because his was the biggest number. Well, no. Like if it gets past forty-two, no. Oh, because he's <laughs> Jacob's writing. Yeah, I no. Won. Yeah, I saw um, that. That's why I wanted to yeah, make yeah, sure we pointed out that yet. no, you oh. have not won yet. But um, we yeah. may all lose here, and I'm fine with that because I, I don't mind if it ever never <laughs> opens again. Um, but yeah, so we are in day 32, soon to be 33 of the government shutdown. It is easily the longest shutdown of the federal government, which I still feel silly calling it that because most of the government's still open. Right. But the shutdown of the of the of the part of the government that is funded through yearly appropriations, um, that part has been shut down for the longest time in human history in the in the U.S. history. Um, but I'm hoping we, we beat Belgium's record because Belgium be didn't great. have a government for 400 and what's that? 435 days or whatever it was. Yeah. 400 and something, 413, 430, something like that. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 I believe that America can beat Belgium. Yeah. Cause America likes being number one. Yeah. We're really try to be number one on a lot of things. And, uh, 
and I think that uh, why not this? Um, so 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 we're well into the um, we're well into the uh, into the shutdown. Uh, uh, Donald Trump wanted to give his State of the Union address, and Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, uh, wrote him saying that for security reasons, uh, she didn't think it was right for him to do the State of the Union. Uh, at the because and she can do that because she is the I guess in charge of the Season House of 10. Representatives, which is where the State of the Union is given. And so he uh, he responded by uh, it, I guess she, just, uh, Pelosi. But, but before ahead. before we say this, I want to say that this was both the most petulant thing I've ever seen a president do, at the same time as being the most savage thing a president yeah. has ever done. Yeah, no, there was nothing morally redeemable about this, and yet I enjoyed it thoroughly. thoroughly. I enjoy it's one of those like when you see a kid do something bad, but it's like you it's can't so help funny. but laugh. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. It's just so funny that they'd said that and you're like, Oh, you're gonna get in trouble. He's not gonna get in trouble, which makes it even funnier. Um, so he, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi and several other congressional Democrats were on their way to a multi-country trip throughout Europe. And I think they were going to Afghanistan and Egypt and they were going to many different countries. It was a part of a, a large yeah. congressional junket uh, where Syria. they were going to use, I guess, Air Force One, uh, to do the trip, which is, I guess, standard for these types of trips. I don't, so, okay. So, so I don't Trump, think it was Air Force One. I think it was just an Air Force plane. Okay. Okay. Uh, that, that make the, I, and that's what I meant. So I'm glad you corrected me. But yeah, they they were going to use, and he's in charge of the Air Force uh, as commander in chief. So, but it's just usually it's a typical thing that con, you know congressional they they do these junkets using military planes, uh, and and they get around. And so he he sent her a a a, a, a note saying you know he was canceling her her trip. Uh, or not canceling your trip. You can't use the planes. You can't use if you want to keep doing it because the government shut down. Because the government shut down, and it, it would be wrong for you to do this gallivant or whatever, however he worded it. Uh, I wish I had the wording in front of me, but uh, a very, very petty response, uh, which was hilarious, and said uh, basically, "You can't go." That uh, you that, you can't use that. It, it, it ended the trip because it wasn't like they were going to have these and, like. And what he said, people fly commercial. What he said was, "I think that I think that this time would be better spent." talking about national security or border security. I don't remember which one here in, oh, yeah. here and, and in DC. Now you can still go on your trip. If you fly commercial, if you fly commercial, pay <laughs> out of pocket for it. <laughs> and everybody knows there's no way that's happening. No, no, no. That was, that was never going to happen. Um, and she said, Oh, you know, it's this crucial trip. Okay. Well then pay for it. Right. Um, so that happens. And so it was already funny enough. Then we find out he issued this, as they were waiting for the plane, they were already on the bus. Their bags were already on their way to be loaded onto the plane. And then they get notification that he sent this letter to her office. So they have to go back on the bus. And then the Air Force brings this, like, what it's like just a cart with all their bags on it. And it says Pelosi on it. And this was. The most petty thing I can think of a ever, president doing ever, ever, easily. And, it was, you know, when people, it was just, 
It was just, it was like, oh god, that was. And what she did was kind of petty too. What she did was, yeah, both of them are just acting like petulant children in this situation. Yeah, they're both acting like spoiled children. Because, oh, you're not going to give me what I want. You're not going to give me what I want. Well, I'm not going to give you what you want. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to get. Like, I have a feeling this could go on forever. Because if you if you think about it, so she said, you're not going to get you're you're not going to get the State of the Union, which. Now he's going to do a rally instead, which you didn't think that one through. Cause really? Because now, now he's going to be surrounded by people who want to be there and aren't going to like try to shoot him down. He's uh, going to do a State of the Union at a Trump rally. Yeah, at a Trump rally in Texas. Like, Brilliant. He's... Like that that is a much better place for him to do it anyway because he's only going to be surrounded by people who want to be there. He's not going to be surrounded by 50% of the people shaking their head at him disapprovingly and booing him and refusing to applaud and all that kind of stuff. So And the media is going to have to cover it cuz it's the state of the union exactly. address. Exactly. Um It's what he would have wanted. What a stupid ass move. <laughs> So she's like, no State of the Union for you. And he's like, okay, well, no trip to... I'm going to do it at a Trump rally and everyone has to cover all of it. I mean, they don't have to. They don't have to. But it would be a major break for them to not carry the State of the Union address. Right. And it will just drive home his his narrative that the media is is against him specifically. Okay, good. You ready? Are you going to answer me? I'll answer. Yeah. Okay. Thank you for calling Cohen and Wright, attorneys at law. How may I help you? No, it's a wrong number. Sorry. It's okay. Sir, is it a wrong number or did you have a MAGA hat child staring at you? <laughs> I already hung up. Oh. I'm going to challenge these people. Okay. I'll leave it on next time. I'll leave it on next time. Next time, wrong number. No, sir, it's not a wrong number. It's not a wrong number. Um, I think you got the right number. I think you got exactly the number you thought you I were getting. I think we've got your number, huh? Huh? Um, this couldn't be better. Um, so, so, so yeah. So, uh, so yeah, go ahead. He does. She. She's like, no, stay at the union for you. And he's like, okay, well, no, no trip to Egypt and Belgium for you. And uh, yep. and then and I'm doing a Trump rally. And I'm doing a Trump rally on top of it. But then he's like, okay. I'm going to give you DACA. I'm going to oh, yeah, give yeah, you yeah, yeah. DACA if yep. you say yes to the border wall. And they go, nah. I know that we were fighting about it and saying that that was the most important legislation that we could possibly have, uh, right. you know, a year ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, nah, we don't want that now. We just, yep. no border law. Yep. We will so, not, we will not give up on this. Right. So, the, this and again, this is after the media has been slamming Trump that you know this is you know all these terrible the, the horrors of the government shutdown are happening as a result of Donald Trump refusing to negotiate on this five point seven billion dollars for the wall that it's and that it's absolutely disgusting and you know how dare he not negotiate so he negotiates live on TV and says I'm going to give you what is it, a three year extension for the Dreamers in exchange for the $5.7 billion that we need to start on the wall this year. Right. And the response wasn't, okay, well, we want five years for the Dreamers and we'll only give you $3 billion or whatever. They just said, no, we we're will not, not giving not you negotiate. a penny for the wall. 
So now the media has to try to thread the needle of explaining to the public that increasingly doesn't trust anything they have to say, left or right. And now they've got to thread the needle of going, well, no, it's actually a good thing that the Democrats are refusing to negotiate. You, I, I would say you can't play both sides, but you can. I mean, yeah. you just can. Yeah, he is. So here, so here's, so we now have a, this is the libertarian dream, by the way. This is when everyone yeah. is, this is the this future is, libertarians want. This is the future libertarians want. It's the beginning of the future libertarians want where people hate government more and more every day and openly question whether or not they even need it. And the government remains increasingly shut down because the longer it goes on the more agencies run out of funding and we're going to talk more about that in a second the more agencies run out of funding the less the government is actually involved in your life and the more people are like holy crap i can still do everything and and for the things that they can't do for example it's it's looking like fha loans are going to start being held up and stuff like that people are saying why is the government even involved in loans in the first place right why can't we just do this without government so it's really like you know, it's it's one of those emperor with no clothes things where it's like the, the emperor's new uh, the emperor's new cloak or whatever. Where it's like you realize it's like oh crap, we really don't need government, and the the places where we need government are where they've injected themselves, and we don't actually need them. They just make their involvement mandatory, and right. so it's just this is like I said, I holy hell, this is just entertaining. Yeah. Here's another fun one. It's not in our notes, but um, so food stamps are going to run out soon. And yep. uh, the I SNAP program... I just got... Somebody it, just texted me about that, so I have the actual date. Yeah. So what has happened is that in, in I think, all states... I don't have the actual date. They, they already gave the February food stamps away. Uh, they've already given them out and instructed people, this is for February. You know, don't think it's a bonus or whatever. You know, go ahead and spend what your your part for January, and then keep this ration it for February, and then we get hit with a snowstorm. So they got to, <laughs> so then they got to spend it all, and there's nothing coming after that. There's nothing apportioned for it. Right. There's no money there. So if this extends through February, most or not all of the SNAP and WIC and those types of programs are going to have no money. And if you think that this has been a fun situation we've had wait until one out of eight americans um has to um figure out uh that the other seven aren't being robbed anymore to pay for them to eat and uh watch the the uh watch the uh watch what unfolds there because uh uh pro tip to them the police and prisons are still fully funded so um you know if and and uh, they have no problem throwing you in, and there's actually a, uh, been a lot of people freed recently, so they they have some room for you. Uh, if you uh, do some of the things that I've already seen threatened on social media, if they don't get their food stamps, um, so that'll be the next uh, interesting thing to watch. Another, but, uh, um, another big one is that after day 31, which would have been today, uh, right. the president can start firing any non-essential employees. Yeah. Now, yes, that is true. I will, if anyone wants to put up $500 that they think he will do that, um, I will more than like, I have to talk to my wife first. I will possibly match you on that, that he won't. I don't think he'll actually do that. But it's the fact that he could do that. And and you know what? I actually am taking that back. 
because I don't think he'd do it right now. But give this another month where he's you know really getting pissed off at everyone. I could totally see him saying, "Fund my border wall, or I'm firing all these people." And then the Democrats thinking that that's going to help them in the next election, saying, "Well, then fire him because we're not giving you the wall." There's really we're in uh, in uncharted territories where both sides hate each other so much that uh, that there's not going to really. And and I and again, I, I don't like to side with Trump. This is truly they hate Trump so much because he's even started to negotiate, and they're like, "No." And knowing him, he's going to be like, "All right, well, I tried to negotiate with you. Now it's on you." Right. Um. Whether that's how the media says it or not, that's how he's going to see it. And that's really but, how it is if one side's also, negotiating and the other side isn't. But also at the same time, it doesn't matter how the media – because the media is going to say whatever they're going to say. They're going right. to say you know, Trump needs to back down on the border wall or whatever. Right. And right. You know, the people who care about what the mainstream media says is going to say, yeah, no, Trump needs to back down on the border wall. Trump's going to go out there and he's going to say, I tried to negotiate. And the people who listen to what he says and read his tweets and like follow everything that is all Trump, they're going right. to believe that. So yep. all you're doing is both sides are just driving the wedge further in between them because the Dems are like, no, I'm not going to negotiate after Trump. You know, Trump initially was like, I'm not going to negotiate. And then he's like, okay, well, I'll negotiate. I'll give you DACA. And they're like, no, we're not going to negotiate no. with you. Yeah, we're still not we're still not going to negotiate with you. All right. Well, now it kind of is on the Democrats, but the me- media won't portray it that way. And the people who like who are against the wall, the people who are against the wall are going to buy that side of the story. While the people who are for the wall and are just for Trump in general are going to buy the opposite side of the story. And that Which means that the- Go ahead. And that, and just that's how the wedge is going to go further and further in there. And as Trump gets angrier and the Dems can't really do anything because anything that they pass isn't going to make it through the Senate. They so can't do anything. They can't and he'll do veto anything. it. He'll veto it if it does. Like he'll go, no, not until we get a budget passed. Like, yes. So this, oh, this shutdown could last until hmm, the next election. It really could and that is like amazing. First of all, we've saved I think eight billion dollars so far in in uh, pay um, for, and, and that's not including uh, if the furloughed workers got fired. These are for the the non essential contractors who do right. not get back pay in the in the um, in in the um, uh, in the event of a um, of a shutdown. They just are kind of held off and and you know resume pay starting from when the shutdown ends. Um, so we've already said, I think it's like $8 billion or something like that, which is, a, I mean, it's a small amount compared to the overall budget, but it's just the fact that it's like, this is really happening and it looks like it's going to keep getting worse. And, and because there's no upcoming elections, Donald Trump has no reason to, 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 to wait right now. Nope. And the thing is, he's not banking on voters who hate the wall anyway. He's banking that a plurality of voters, and he may very well be right because he won his last election that a plurality of voters are energized about this border security thing. Full disclosure, we on this show do not support the wall. We're not really big fans of border security to begin with, but we're just telling it like it is when it comes to let's, the general public. The let, general public could... Hang on, we got another call coming in. Okay. You or me? Me. 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 Cohen and Wright Attorneys at Law, may I help you? Hello? He hung up. 
Oh, crap. Yeah, he hung up immediately. I uh, want someone to be like a wrong number. No, 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 no. no this no, is no. the right number. I want somebody to tell me they want their free money. Uh, That's the thing. Like, I want someone who, like, is ready to sue. Right. And we can pass them on to Chris Reynolds, attorney at law. So for anybody who's been watching or listening to this show, this is the rate that I've been getting phone calls since yesterday. Yes. <laughs> at first I wasn't answering, going. but now after like a couple of people left messages, I'm starting, like I started answering and most people are hanging up. So uh, I'm going to go through some of the, some of the comments here. Um, um, man, we've missed a lot of comments. We did, but uh, I'll I mean, we were the most recent we, one. So, uh, Fotini Henderson, hey, Fotini says, uh, whoa, really? Did the DACA kids realize Pelosi just refused it? That's a big question. That's a good like, question. You know, talking, that's a good that's question. That's a good question. That's an excellent question, my friend, because that's, I mean, it's like, oh, we're fighting for you. Are you? Or, or you know, because it sounds like we just had a, a you know, something that could have helped us here. Um, uh, Jacob LaBelle says she responded before the speech. I'm not sure what that's in reference that's to. A, that was in reference. I saw it when it came in. That's in reference to uh, Pelosi responded to Trump before he gave oh, his yeah, yeah, speech. Yeah. She said, because so, it got leaked what he was going right. to offer. And she said even before it that it was d- dead on arrival. Right. So, I mean, you want to talk about refusing to negotiate. You didn't even wait for the guy to say the thing. Um, uh, Sarah Brannion says uh, the more we realize we never needed them. Exactly. And then Jacob LaBelle says yellow jackets, which I think he means yellow vests. Oh, the 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 oh, were we at yellow vest? We don't have the yellow vest. The government's shutting the government, down. Yeah, on the its government's own. doing it on its own. Government's guillotining. The government is doing. doing so, Brad Cash says, eh, which I don't know what that was in reference to. And uh, Brad, you can call me later. Um, you you have my number. Um. And then he started late on purpose. Oh, Trump started, Trump late, started on late on purpose to give her time to say no. Okay. I'm, I, I give a series of strange new respects for Trump. I don't think Trump's terribly smart from a um, intellectual, cerebral standpoint. I don't think anyone would try to claim that. He has an innate sense of how his actions how people will respond to his actions, people who like him and people who don't like him, which is really the consummate thing you need as a salesperson to have a, a very uh, instinctual sense of how your words and actions, how people respond to them. It's, it's what you do for a living. Right. Um, and he has an incredible, amazing ability, not just to craft how, and, and, and I guess for lack of a better word, manipulate how his supporters will respond to things, but more importantly, and, and even more powerfully, how his detractors will. And he is so good at driving them insane and making them trip over themselves, which leads to our next story, which is that there was an article um, uh, a, uh, uh, an article in BuzzFeed uh, about the Mueller investigation, the, the Mueller ongoing Mueller investigation that has been going on since the show has existed even before I was a host. Um, uh, I, I think em- it, never ending Mueller. The Mueller investigation has been going on since this show has been going on. Yeah, it's it basically before. D- no, not really, because I mean, we started this show in December of sixteen. Oh, okay. So yeah, so so yeah, so it it is as old as this show, right? Um, and uh, this show it, may be a little older. older, right? Exactly. Not by and, much. 
What's that? Not by much, but yep, the show may be just a little bit older. They grew up together. This show yeah. and the Mueller investigation have yeah. grown together. We've uh, gotten to know each other real well. Right. And so and so there was a story that was leaked by BuzzFeed that said that in the Mueller investigation that Michael Michael the attorney um <laughs> good old good old Michael, Michael the attorney Mike Michael Donald the attorney. Trump's Donald Trump's former attorney Michael <laughs> Michael just Michael his name is Michael Cohen it makes me sick because there aren't a lot of famous Cohens and so except the brothers What's that? You got the Cohen brothers. But see, that's but see, see that's spelled different, C-O-E-N. But you're right. You're right. So before when I would say Cohen, people go, oh, like the Cohen brothers? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Now everyone's like, oh, you mean like like Michael Cohen? Like Michael Cohen? No. Actually. No. Um, um, so Michael. Michael. Just old Michael. Michael attorney at law. Or I guess he's not an attorney at law anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Michael Donald's, Donald's former attorney, Michael. So this article says that he admitted to that there was evidence of and that he admitted to that Donald Trump uh, directed him to lie to Congress about I don't even remember what, but something about if that were true meetings. I can't remember which one. Yeah, it was the timing of meetings or something like that. But but more importantly, it was that Trump directed him to lie to Congress, which is easily an impeachable defense. And if it if there were actual evidence of that, I could I could see there being a, not just enough to not just enough votes in the Senate, which is what really in the Senate and house to impeach, but possibly even enough to convict and, and a lot of pressure for Trump to resign like that. That could be a president and a, a, an administration ending situation. If, if that were true, um, it was a little suspect because no other news agency was reporting this, um, that this, you know, that th- their sources were saying the same thing. And but then there was also some fact that I, I guess they had interviewed interviewed some administration officials who wouldn't just flat out deny it. Although, honestly, why would they? Um, but but so it was kind of questionable for a minute there. But it's BuzzFeed News, who previously is known for releasing the infamous steel dossier, which also turned out to be garbage uh, back in 2017. Yeah, seven, um, seven, seven, something like seven, that. Nine, something. And so, I mean, they've already established that maybe their sources aren't the best. And so they put this they put this story out and then the Mueller team, the the the, the Mueller panel, whatever, the 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 the, the, count, the office puts out a very I mean it's very rare for them to rebuke an article, but they said this is untrue. Like none of this is true. And but up until then a lot of people had been carrying this story again because they hate Donald Trump so much that they couldn't possibly just wait to see if it's true or not. They had to find this next hill of Trump hatred to die on, it blows up in their face and they're still holding on to it and saying, Oh, it might be true, it might be true. It's not true. It's not true. It's not true. They said it wasn't true. So it may have very well you know, when I first heard it and people were asking me about it, I'm like, I don't know, it might be true. We'll see. Um and so that's a perfect example of like how pe- they just drive themselves insane with this stuff. And, and pe- it's because he is so good at manipulating them. Yeah. And I mean people freaked out. They were like really excited about this BuzzFeed article. And then then they found out that it wasn't real and they freaked out again and I was like Yeah, they freaked out again. It's it's BuzzFeed. 
BuzzFeed. It's BuzzFeed. Like, literally, they put out an article at some point in the last week uh, about how do you draw your ex. And, you know, there's like nine different ways to do it or something like that. Right. This is what BuzzFeed does. They put out stupid quizzes and stupid articles uh, comparing your life to My Girl or New Girl or whatever the hell that show is called with Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, which, which Gilmore Girls character are you based on some little mini quiz you take? I mean, it's an entertainment site. Exactly. And, and they put out little funny videos and stuff like that. So when they come out with something that, yes, Sarah Brannion, this was the leader, reason that this was why they literally impeached Nixon. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, and no, we, we do know he wasn't impeached for anybody who does not understand sarcasm. Um, yep. But yeah, they put out these idiotic entertainment things. And when they come out with something, they're like, Oh, big bombshell news from Buzzfeed. You, it's like trying to believe the onion. It really is, or World News Daily, or whatever that one's right, called. Right, this, this, yeah, well, they almost got us. Yeah, they almost um, got us. <laughs> but we vetted. We did. Before, we, we looked into before it before we, we started saying things. Before we broke with the midget mafia story right. that we desperately wanted, we wanted to be that true. to be so true. We um, desperately, desperately wanted that to be true, but we vetted it. Turned out there is no midget mafia. Yeah. Which I mean, there might I be. Just, they just haven't been I, caught. There yet. should be. I hope there is. And, you know, they. They just haven't been caught because they're little and they get away. Well, uh, the FBI is is, uh, is is not you know they're funded right now. Um, so so yeah so um, so the the BuzzFeed thing came out. They had the reaction they did because Trump has completely burrowed himself into the brains of people that hate him, and it's it's so and they make themselves look foolish to the general, the uninvolved or moderate general public because they look stuff gets discredited like this thing with the MAGA hat kid like this thing with with the BuzzFeed article and they're still holding on to it and saying no it, it I bet it's true and oh that MAGA kitty deserved it anyway just for wearing the hat and they're just alienating themselves from everyone so which which the only way Donald Trump who's not a terribly popular president the, and never has been to, 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 the only free way for him to get reelected is if the his opponents bludgeon themselves and alienate everyone from them sufficiently to make him the slightly more palatable option or make them a less palatable option than him. And they are working hard at doing that. Yep. <laughs> so I mean, that's all <laughs> yeah. we keep, it's... we keep, uh, uh, we keep, uh, mentioning this or, or, uh, uh, foreshadowing to this. We keep mentioning this. Uh, so it turns out guys, again, if you want to move a brick, this would be the time. This would be the, this the, would be the best time. This would be the, the the peak time. Actually, it's probably just going to get better and better. Um, the FBI has said that they aren't able to pay their informants or buy drugs undercover during the shutdown. They run out of money, and they don't have the money to pay snitches or um, or or narc on people. Now remember, Donald this, Trump this, has ended snitching. Well, Donald Trump has in, ended federal snitching. I was going to say, if if you're one of our oh, listeners and you want to move a brick. Uh, local law enforcement is probably still funded, so be careful. Um, yeah, yeah. He, not that we recommend ended... you do it. Oh, we definitely would not. No, we definitely would not. Neither would Chris Reynolds, attorney at law, uh, <laughs> who we may have to hire. Soon. Yeah. Um, but not even the not even his specialty. But yeah, we may have to hire him, or or have him refer someone. Um, 
federal snitching is not happening right now. Right. Or if it is, they're doing it for free. Um, and I don't know because a lot of, of people Donald snitching Trump. for free. What's that? Not a lot of snitching for free. Not a lot of snitching for free. Very rarely do you get to snitch for free. Um, I don't know. I guess they're still doing plea deals or whatever. Oh, and they said they were having a hard time getting renewing their security clearances. They're just they're running out of money. Everything. I found out. So um, one of one of my friends and one of our regular listeners, uh, she works in HR at a company down here in Florida, and uh, the I nines. I nines is something you have to fill out, right? Yeah, uh, I nines when you when you when you get a job and you fill out you, your W two and your I nine or whatever it's called. Um, apparently, I don't get jobs often enough to know these things. But the I nine, I've always been self employed, so I have no idea. Right. So the I so the I nine is the one where it's like, okay, yeah, we need your driver's license and another form of ID or just your passport, and you fill out the information and you put it in and whatever. Oh, for like E-Verify or whatever. Right, for E-Verify is done. Like right now, there is no E-Verify. This is the libertarian, this is becoming the libertarian dream. I mean, they're getting there. Like you, you're still getting- We're closer than we were before. Yeah, that's true. You're you're still getting, I mean, obviously you're still getting taxed. There's still, you know, there's still uh, overseas wars going on. You still have- uh, countless overreaches and civil rights, but you know we're we're getting there. Like there are things that are getting us closer. It wasn't built in a day. No, the NSA is still funded, a... so you know we still have that issue. But but for how much longer? Hopefully not. Uh, I mean, this is happening, Matt. Like it's real. And both he said to Chuck Schumer, the uh, Senate uh, Minority Leader, uh, Donald Trump said to Chuck Schumer, "I'll let this go on for months or years." And I'm starting to believe him. I a hundred percent believe him. I did when he said that. When I he see, said I, that, I, didn't I was believe like, when man, he, said he, that. Is, he has no intention to end this. Yeah, I don't he is not that. ending this without his wall. No, he's not. He's not. And I, I, I and I both and it's abhor. Not, it's not even. It's not even for his wall. It's for like the most minuscule of funding for the wall. Right. Because I mean, let's be serious here. So. Because we haven't been serious up until this point. Um, I was going to say, we haven't even, like, we haven't really joked on this episode. Everything we've said has been factual. We've got, this is a content-heavy episode. This is a content-heavy episode. And these people keep hanging up on us. So, I mean, you know, know, I'm working with what I have. Um, Completely forgot what I was talking about. Uh, Funding for a small portion of the wall. Because let's be serious for a moment. Thank you very much. It costs $30 billion and took 30 years to drill a to build a tunnel to dig a tunnel in Boston. It's called the Big Dig. Yep. It was supposed to take a few years and cost like a few hundred million dollars. It took a generation and cost hundreds of times what it was supposed to cost. They're telling us this wall is going to cost around 25 billion dollars and take a few years. If you look at the geography of where they would have to do, that's before you get into all the eminent domain lawsuits that will have to take place to seize people's land if they don't agree to, to sell it at, at you know what the government decides is market value. That'll take a few years anyway and cost a lot of money anyway. There's mountain ranges, there's lakes, there's rivers, there's deserts, there's for like it, it's it is it's not just this like flat, you know, 
flat desert and you just build it and that's done. They want to build a, a very heavily involved double structure, double wall with a highway in the middle of it across oh, is, some of the... Is that what they're doing diff- now? What happened to the steel yeah, slats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, double double la- the 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 one I saw was double layered wall with a highway that runs between it, so the agents can easily get get through it. So even if you get over the one wall, you can't over the, or the fence or whatever they're calling it, uh, slat whatever you you can't get over the other. That's at least one of the the, the 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 models I've seen. Right. This will take if they fully funded it. I can't imagine that it's going to take less than forty or fifty years, no. or that it's going to cost less than like. $500 billion or a trillion dollars or some ridiculous thing. Putting aside all the graft and and and, and bribery and stuff that's going to happen and skimming that's going to happen, there's also going to be stuff like just unintentional, un, 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 unplanned for things that are going to happen when trying to build a wall across a mountain range. Like, freaking break. Yeah, and, I mean, if, uh, if, if, you take, if you take just into account, like, the private sector, just in the private sector... The L.A. Rams, the NFC champion, right? L.A. Rams, uh, heading to the Super Bowl. Don't care about that call. Um, but they are building a new stadium. Their new stadium was initially going to be just over a billion dollars, right? And after everything that's going to be going into it, now they're sharing it with the Chargers. So they had to do an expansion for that, and uh, now the NFL. Uh, the NFL network is going to be also involved. Like they're going to have their headquarters out of this stadium. So uh, all of this has now increased. This is private sector stuff and it's doubled the cost of what this wall is going to be in less than two years. Like this this is what happens with these massive projects, right? This is private sector. Like you said, exactly. So for it to be in the public sector, a government run building uh, project. This is going to turn out. I don't care what they. Twenty five billion is what they said. Twenty five or fifty or some yeah. ridiculous thing. Whatever that is, nailed. you can easily triple that number. Easily, without even thinking about it, you can triple that yeah. number. Yeah. Just with the sheer amount of time it's going to take, inflation is going to make it go up. Like, there's no scenario in which this thing costs less than like, in my mind, two hundred fifty or three hundred billion dollars. Right. If not. And, and and I could just as easily see it end up being a trillion dollars. And, and, and you know, people are like, well, Trump will get it done in his time. This thing will be com- – if it got compl- if it got fully funded – I mean, we are the very first year it had to be fully funded. We're already having this shut down. Even if it were fully funded without hesitation across the board, Donald Trump's kids would be dead by the – I think we'd all be dead by the time this thing's actually being completed. Yeah. So So – and I think anyone with any level of seriousness knows that. So he's asking for essentially at this point just to cover his his uh his tail for promising this thing. And they won't even give him that. Right. Because they promised to not give him any money for it. So you've got these competing like, well, I lied to these people, so we need to cover for that. Well, I lied to these people, so we need to cover for that. Whatever it, it takes, I'm fine. Any port in a storm, they're increasing division. And the and the 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 personal hatred between the the actors that are that are doing this is leading to a growing shutdown that has no end in sight. And if that doesn't excite you guys, then you're not a real libertarian. And I mean, for the first time, for the very first time in my lifetime, my very short lifetime, um, 
politicians on both sides are keeping their promises. Uh, yes, and it's resulting in a government shutdown. This is this is what I'm we've always said. Excited about this. We've always said, why don't they keep their promises? And they are keeping their promises. And because of it, the government is shut down. Shut down. This is the full. This- logical conclusion of, of, of if politicians tell the truth the government shuts down i didn't believe Great. that if you had told me that i would have said you're lying but here we are but here we are here, here we are here we are and i am i am excited the uh comments uh sarah says wait they'll pay for my drugs can i keep them no no but, but i i'd like that to be the case for you um and then she said yeah where are my taxes going now uh, like, what are they funding with them right now? Not welfare. So, Sarah, um, so uh, the core functions of the military, as well as Social Security and Medicare, which are the bulk of uh, Social Security, Medicare, and Medicaid, I believe. Yeah. No, they, I, I no, uh, Did they cut Medicaid? They didn't cut Medicaid yet. I don't believe so. I, it, it, possibly you're not Medicaid, but definitely Medicare and Social Security are automatically funded, which means that it doesn't matter. The government could shut down entirely. Those things are automatically funded because they are tied to uh, laws that have set their 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 appropriations in perpetuity with already built-in uh, cost of living increases. All those things can be changed at any time, but if they're left to themselves, they'll just permanently keep keep uh, robbing us. And so, and there's a few other things. There's uh, farm loans and a couple. Of, there, there's a few other things that are built in. They're they're structured in as what they call permanent or mandatory spending. So that's what your taxes are going to. Um, actually, your taxes are going to fund to pay off the the interest on treasury bonds on past stuff. Um, what what that stuff's being funded by is by Federal Reserve notes that get uh, loaned by the Federal Reserve to the U.S. government. Which is why we want to end, why we want to uh, end the Fed. So, um, <clears throat> and then Brian Wolf says tree fitty. Yeah, that's going to cost about tree fitty. Tree fitty. Um, that's actually probably possibly it might be around three hundred fifty billion. I think it'll be more. But um, so, what's our next thing here? So, yeah, no snitching and BuzzFeed article. Oh, here's a fun one. This is yeah. This is actually we. I came across this. Apparently, this article came out earlier this morning, but I I caught it like 15 minutes before uh, showtime. Yeah. But uh, SCOTUS uh, has, it didn't, okay, so it didn't shoot it down because they, they just decided not to hear it. Um, no, 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 no. So that, that's what I thought too. They have stayed the, so they are going to hear it. They're right. not doing a, a, an a expedited hearing, which is what the administration wanted, but they didn't want even better. They went ahead and and so so uh have we even said what this is yet? No, not yet. Okay. So Donald Trump uh 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 implemented a through the Department of Defense implemented a uh trans a ban of transgender people serving in the military. If you're right. transgender, you can't serve in the military. And it was fought uh the lawsuits were filed against it and a lower federal court put an injunction on the Trump administration and said you have to continue hiring transgender people right. uh, or recruiting transgender, accepting, uh, transgender, accepting people. transgender people. Yeah. You have to, you have to accept them. If they meet all the other requirements, you have to accept them. And what the, and it was immediately appealed to the Supreme court, which was expected that this would end up going to the Supreme court. What the Supreme court did was they 
temporary they they put they basically put a hold on that on that block which lifts the block and now the uh the pentagon can can say no no transgenders and 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 fi- i believe tr- fire existing transgenders if they know of them um which they said they will um they will hear it at some case at some point but the fact that they already lifted it now pretty heavily indicates that they're going to uphold the 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 ban uh, on transgenders once it comes to them um for whatever reason they've chosen not to expedite it i read it the same way you did matt i'm like what did they just refuse to hear it if they'd refused to hear it the the um the 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 lower court ruling would have stayed in place and well that's okay so yeah the way to... that i read it was that they refused to hear it uh but they put the hold on it so the, oh, okay yeah so, so i don't i i didn't However, this has been handled. Right. No matter which way it's handled. Transgenders are, are not allowed in the military. Right. That's that's where uh, that's where that one ended up. Um, is that transgenders? No, that would, I think they're waiting for Ruth would, to come back. They're waiting for who? Ruth. Just Justice Ruth. Oh, the justice. Yeah. Well, I see. I thought she was just doing it from her house or something. She supposedly. So there's there's rumors that she. In recovering from her surgery, she now has Died. pneumonia, which is very, very common in the, this type of surgery, apparently. She's denying it, or, or the Supreme Court sources or whatever are denying it, but it's... it's. She's also well into... She's 85. in her 80s? 85. She, yeah, she's 85. An 85-year-old woman recovering from lung surgery Yeah. for cancer. Fox News accidentally aired an obituary photo of yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg this week. Yep. Yeah, sure did. Yep. Same. But Ruth Bader they, passed away. They definitely did that. Yes, they did on Fox and friends on Fox and friends. They absolutely did that. And listen, I don't wish harm on anyone. And, and I certainly, I mean, she's going to get replaced by someone right of center, but still an authoritarian. I mean, Gorsuch was a fluke. Honestly, I think uh, may, I hope I'm wrong. Maybe another Gorsuch replaces her, but I certainly am not going to wish any death on this woman or, or whatever. But I mean, she's an 85 year old woman. Can you imagine being a leftist right now? And you're hoping of just not terrified of not having conservative decisions for the next rest of your freaking life. Rest on an 85 year old woman who is recovering from a, uh, a lung surgery for a a, uh, a, a recurring cancer because apparently she had had cancer before. And yeah, it started. Now it back. started out as a broken rib from a fall. Then, then yeah. when she was getting the rib fixed, they found out that she had the cancer, and so yeah. then they had they were like, okay, well, let's get that out of there. So they took the cancer out, and then she gets pneumonia. Like, you, and she's eighty five. You and yeah, and she's eighty five. So you have to be. Shaking in fear because if she if she passes away, if she passes away for the rest of most of anybody who's watching this show or listening yeah. to this show, anybody who is involved in this show in any way, for most of the rest of your life, the Supreme Court's gonna be conservative. The Supreme Court's gonna be six to three conservative. Now it could very well end up, you know, uh, 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 I don't see Kavanaugh. And again, this is so Kavanaugh could have very well ended up becoming a, a centrist left, left or right justice until the Senate called him a freaking rapist, gang rapist, 
Gang rapist. Worse. It's worse, I think. I'm it's worse. Sure. Yeah, no, I'm no, not sure if there's rapist. a sliding scale on rape, actually. But, but it's not. It's bad enough to say you're a rapist. It's, it's another thing to say, uh, were you the head of, of, of planning gang rape parties? That's true. It's pretty... That's intense. Um, and Gorsuch, who's like almost like a libertarian, I guess. Um, you... you it, and Trump's going to be president for at least two more years. So she'll be 87. Yeah. Two, and Two more years to almost the day. To, to almost the day. And... If he gets reelected, I I can I, I can. If he gets reelected, guarantee. He, if he gets reelected, he gets two more. He gets at least one more. I did, and, and possibly two more. Yeah, I would say two. Two of them are always, what? Uh, uh, not Kennedy. Um, or is, it is Kennedy. It's Kennedy. No, Souter. Suit. It, it, either. Kennedy's who just retired, right? Oh, Kennedy did just retire. You're right. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. I see. That's what I got confused. So, he'll definitely be replacing Ginsburg. Either she passes away, or she just isn't going to hold on any longer, because um, she'll be ninety-one at that point. And he's possibly even replacing Souter. And then, supposedly, and I don't know how exaggerated this is, but uh, uh, Justice Sotomayor has health issues, right? Which, which again, could you know you could she's you know she's not you know, working a, a physical job so she could very well continue on. But, I mean, even two more. I mean, you could end up with a 7-2 Donald Trump court for the rest of your freaking life. I can't imagine being a leftist right now. No. But that, um, that's got to be absolutely terrifying. That has to be horrifying. Um, but uh, uh, but uh, rest uh, have no fear, folks, because... Kamala Harris is uh, has announced. I guess on Martin Luther King Day, she announced her her bid. She's gonna, and we we had talked about this a little bit in the last one that it was expected she was gonna enter the field. Kamala Harris uh, has announced that she is going to be uh, that she's running for president for 2020, and um, she. So now it's who? It's Kamala Harris, Liz Warren. Some guy that I still don't know his name. Uh, Castro, Julian Castro. Oh, is Julian Castro? He he announced he's running too. Yeah, Julian Castro announced. Um, the Hawaii- but I'm thinking of the guy that like announced in like 2017. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah, the Maryland guy. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no one else. Um, Hawaii. Um, Tulsi got, has Tulsi, Tulsi officially? Yeah, announced? she announced. Yeah, she announced. Um, not including the guy that no one Joe knows Biden. cares about. Has he announced? I, I, I'm, man, I'm 90% certain. At the very least, four plus a guy that no one knows, four people have announced. This field's going to be really, 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 really. It's going to be, it's going to really. be 2000, 2016 uh, GOP field. Yeah. It's be- going because- to be insane. Yeah, because they all sense blood in the water. They all think Donald Trump's incredibly unpopular. Uh, you know, we just won a big, uh, you know, midterm election, which the, the re- results were not terribly definitive, but they certainly did okay. Sa- um, uh, Sarah Brannion, no, it's not. It's not Martin O'Malley. He said no because he is. He has stepped aside for uh, Bateau. Bateau O'Rourke. Bateau O'Rourke. Has he officially announced? 
Not officially, not yet. No, but he's going to be. I mean, he's he's live streaming his his teeth cleaning, so he he's definitely running. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be a crowded field because they all want to be the next president and they think that they have a real shot at it right. because he's, you know, Trump is unpopular. Right. Um, plus they are, are, are convinced this shutdown is going to harm his popularity. I think that they're completely overestimating, um, how much people care about the shutdown, how much people care about the shutdown. There is 800, 800,000, 800,000. Yeah. 800,000. There are 800,000 people who really care about this shutdown. They're they're underestimating, and for those who do care, they're underestimating how quickly everyone will jump to the next squirrel that's on the news. Like, I mean, we're talking about a freaking kid with a hat on. Does anyone even remember what we were supposed to be mad about three weeks ago? Like, give me a freaking break that that that's going to have staying power, except with a bunch of federal employees who, as Donald Trump himself has said, they mostly just vote Democrat anyway. Like he said that, yeah. and um, I mean, it's just, he said he said it, he said it. And it's true. Um, but uh, yeah, so you've got a ton of people that are running already. And I mean, it's early. It is early, early, early in the field. I, and I still, I still think what's going to happen, one of two things is going to happen. Either Democrats are going to fall in love with a woman of color, probably Kamala, and say, you know, keep hope alive, Obama. You know, this is Obama all over again, uh, you know, a mixed race black woman because she's half Indian and half uh half black and you know she's she's the, you know we're gonna we're gonna do it and you know she's a woman this time too and it's she's meeting all of our intersectional need or the other thing that's going to happen is the anti-biden vote is going to get split up so much that biden's going to get it yeah because Westerners and a lot of other people might get a little spooked by 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 Kamala or not. I mean, Midwesterners came out and forced to vote for Obama, so I may very well be wrong. I think it's either going to be Kamala or Biden, and I, I, I tend to lean towards it being Biden. So the, um, the, the question, okay, so the question with Midwesterners, one, okay, so Biden was Obama's VP, so right. they're going to take a look at that and they're going to go, oh well, you know, he was. He was good enough for Obama, uh, so why wouldn't he be good enough for me? Why wouldn't he be good enough for now? For now? But also, they're going to take a look at it and say, were we given everything that we were promised under Obama? Right. And they're like, okay, I did the vote. I did the vote so I didn't appear to be racist to all my family and friends. Because they're, say what you will, a lot of people made that vote. Yeah, they voted. They, I mean, McCain was a terrible candidate, but they voted for Obama because they did not want to appear racist. There's an awful Dane Cook special in which he's like, "You ever hook up with a black girl?" And she says, "Say something racist to me." He's like, "I don't even know what to say. Uh, I voted for McCain," and and they're yeah. going to take a look at that and they're going to be like, "Okay, well, I vo- you know, I made that vote. I didn't get what I was promised. This guy was good enough for that guy. I'm right. going to vote for this guy." Yep. And that, the, which is, I think that's going to happen. And then the, oh, anyone, but Biden, anyone but Biden vote. Oh, here I got it. Okay. Cohen and Wright attorneys at law, may I help you? Man, they Hello? hung up quick. Why don't these people want to talk to me? I 100% believe that they just kind of want to leave a message. But just kind of leave a message and see if uh, we'll call them back because they are not really prepared with an answer. Okay, so you know what I'm going to do next is is when the next one comes in, or you can do it if you want, I'm going to say what sounds like a voicemail message. 
and then I don't know, make a beeping noise. Beep. Or I'll, yep. Yeah. Um, and I'll just yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll I'll let you. You're in charge of making the beeping noise, and and then as they're doing the 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 uh, the message, they, aha, talk to me. <laughs> I'm here. Ooh. I was listening. I was screening. I got you, you bastard. Now have me represent you in court. I was screening um, my so, calls. Nah, 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 nah. Now tell me it was the wrong call, you jerk. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So I, I think Kamala Harris is going to – I really think it's either going to be Kamala Harris or, or Biden for completely different reasons. Um, it really depends on how it shapes up. And if Hillary, uh, Sarah mentioned Hillary running, if Hillary Clinton – if she has that kind of like, I know she's got hubris, but if she's got that kind of hubris, <laughs> dear God, Chutzpah Clinton is, yeah. will be my name for her. If she, if she, I hope if she, she wins. walked away from this last contest and said, "You know what America needs? Me, 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 me." Yeah, if that she if she runs, that'll be really impressive. That will be, man. I would vote for her in the primary. <laughs> if she runs, I'm voting for Hillary in the primary. Screw it. Do you have open primary there? Anymore. What's that? Do you have open primary there? Yes. You can only vote in one or the other. Right. But uh, yeah, oh yeah. I'm showing up for that, bitch. You know what? <laughs> and, by, and by bitch, I meant the election, not Hillary. Um, yeah, uh, it works both ways. I, well, you know, whatever. I'll show up. Just like Hillary. Um, um, I will absolutely... 100% vote for Hillary in the primary if she runs as a combination of what Rich Limbaugh called the, the chaos strategy. The, cha- the chaos and, theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Operation Chaos or whatever. Yeah, where whatever that was. Encouraging people to vote for Hillary so Obama wouldn't get it or whatever. Um, it wasn't so Obama wouldn't get it. It was so it would push, like Obama was going to get it and they knew that, but it would push the, uh, it would push that whole thing out longer. Oh, okay, okay. So a combination of that and really not even that, but just so much as like to just have chaos in general. Right. I think the most chaos I could create in the primary season is to vote for Hillary in the primary. Um, and that and, and also just kind of a little tip of the hat to her. A little tip of the hat to the old girl that you have demonstrated. America has said we would rather Donald Trump be president than you. And you go, you know what? I'll see you in four years. I will freaking vote for you in the primary, not in the, the not, not in the general, but in the prime well, in the primary. I nobody's going to vote for her in the general. No one's voting for her in the general. I will one hundred percent vote for you in the primary because I like I like I like Chetzpah like that. It's the same reason I'm enjoying Donald Trump as president. I will absolutely one hundred percent vote for you if for no other reason you should run. Um, so Kamala Harris announced. Uh, speaking of Americans doing uh, things. That are kind of weird, and <laughs> um, are that you know? I guess that's Why a good segue, yeah. and and let's let's run. That's with a good that. segue, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind kind of <laughs> sure. It's kind of weird. I don't I don't know what you it's I don't know what your weird. personal life is like apparently, but um, it's, it's weird. It's kind it's kind of weird. So this, anyway, so there's a um. Did you read about this, or did you just see what I wrote? No, I I, I saw the article, and I saw uh, that the Taiwanese uh, stewardesses, flight attendants, whatever you call them now, uh, were giving a press conference. Right. So, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up because uh, this story I have to just tell the story as it was. So, guys, a the only way to tell a story. <laughs> yes, but <laughs> but hold on, let me get that's that's someone making fun of it. I want to get an actual news, the so, actual news story. Here we go. I it, the none of the. <laughs> I hope everybody has been on uh, has been on the social media, but I mean, again, if you don't know about the Red Hat kid, uh, you probably haven't been. But this was one of those stories that I looked at as I was scrolling through the old Facebook today, and I saw it, and I read the headline, and I stared at it for like a good minute, and I went, "Nope, I'm not clicking it. I can't do it. I cannot allow myself to get dumber." And then Spike put it in the show notes. You have to. This is. Oh man, I I think this is the best. I'm gonna get. Okay, here we go. So guys, a a a an obese, an obese American, an obese American, shocking, went, shocking, an obese American. He went onto a onto a Taiwanese air. Is that what it's called? Taiwanese airline. Oh no. Eva air, EVA air. It's a Taiwanese airline. He went on a a flight uh, from LA to Taipei in Taiwan. And he, uh, the male passenger described as being an American weighing around 440 pounds. Uh, He boarded the plane on a wheelchair. He has to be placed on a row with uh, three free seats. Uh, Later, he made a more unusual request asking for help in the bathroom, explaining that he recently had surgery on his hand. And couldn't wipe himself. Uh, he wasn't able to get into the economy class bathroom, so they took him to the business class bathroom. Uh, he, uh, as soon as they put him in, he uh, asked the flight attendant to pull his underwear down. Um, the cabin crew, uh, uh, the, the the flight attendant for, uh, crew was entirely female. Uh, they were very reluctant, uh, but he he pleaded and he threatened to. Uh, poop in his pants and on the floor, and so they uh, they 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 pulled his pants down. Uh, they tried to use uh, a blanket to cover him, uh, but he slapped it away. Uh, and then, uh, uh, man, so just surgical glo- <laughs> go ahead. Just that part. They tried to put a blanket over him. And he slapped it away. It's like, no, you're gonna watch me do this. You're gonna look at it. You're gonna watch so- me as I do this. Right. So then she, which is the first sign that maybe this isn't just a medical necessity. Right. Because he slapped it away. Uh, then she put, so the, 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 one of the flight attendants put on a pair of surgical gloves and pulled down his underwear. He also insisted that the bathroom door be kept open and that he wouldn't be able to breathe if the door was closed. Uh, they, they closed the door and said, no, you, we have to close the door. Uh, soon after, he, uh, he hit the emergency, emergency thing again and requested uh, to uh, that a flight attendant come inside and uh, wipe uh, his butt after he pooped. And uh, they said no initially. Uh, he threatened to stay in the bathroom for the entire flight, um, which would have obviously inconvenienced all the other passengers who probably also needed poop. Because uh, this, isn't, this isn't like, you know, when you fly like from, you know, Florida to New York or something like that. This is LA to Taipei. This is a long flight. Everyone's going to need to use yeah. the bathroom. Right? So it's not like an hour or two. Like you're in there for several hours. I don't know how many hours, but long enough where Mul- you got to poop. Multiple. And 
This is the most times I've said poop on this show. The, definitely the most times you've said poop on this show. Easily, like combined, ever. This may be the um, most times poop has ever been used on this show. Collectively. Forward, I hope that we don't talk about poop um, at all. <laughs> I hope we talk about um, it every show. <laughs> well, just not say, yeah, just not say it like this. Fair. <laughs> so he, eh, he, uh, this shows. is where it gets, this is where it gets kind of weird. Remember, I was talking about it being. This, yeah, this is where um, it gets kind of weird. We are not. This is where it gets kind of weird. We are not weird yet. <laughs> Prior to this, not weird. Um, so the flight attendants felt like they had no choice, and so <laughs> this flight attendant put on three layers of surgical gloves and started. This is a true story, by the way. Like there yeah, was a press this is conference. Not the this onion. This is not midget mafia. Yeah, this is not the onion. This is not the onion. This is an actual like. There's a video of of them talking about this and pictures of the guy uh, in in various uh, states of of uh, distress. And um, so they put on the surgical gloves, and she starts wiping. As she does so, he begins moaning in pleasure and yelling deeper, deeper. Uh, and then he starts claiming that she hadn't done a good enough job wiping her and made her wipe three more times before he was satisfied. Uh, uh, she locked herself in the bathroom crying and vomiting unable to wash away the man's stench uh, they're calling on e- EVA air to have some kind of protocol for this for example hiring male attendants um, and preventing uh, similar passengers from boarding unattended maybe making them like sign something saying that they can poop for themselves <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Like, I feel uh, as though that is just something that no matter where you are, unless you are, mm, I, I don't have children, five or younger, I don't know. Unless you are like five or younger, you should not be allowed on a plane. Like there shouldn't be a law, but I can understand if like, I can understand if EV, EVA, EVA made a, yeah, EVA uh, era, EVA area. Yeah, made, made, made a uh, decision that, you have to be able to poop on your own to be on our flight or have someone with you. Like, I mean, there are, there or, are people that. that are disabled or special needs or like little kids. Um, and, uh, and you know, they, they can't, like you said, you know, less than five years old, you have a toddler or whatever, but there's someone there with you that can do this. Like right. if you're, if you're someone that needs this thing, there are people that, that, you know, fly and they, they have all sorts of issues and they need to, they, you know, they need help. And that's fine. This guy went on his own and was, and then, and then, okay. So bad enough that he asked for this stuff. It's one thing if you're like, look, I'm so sorry. I just, I need this help. He's pulling away. He's saying, leave the door open harder, deeper, deeper. And, I mean, this is wipe me deeper. Yeah. This is, this is clearly the guy was milking it literally. And <laughs> or I guess she was, huh? Yeah. She, um, she was milking and, it. He was trying to get it milked. If he, I think he, he was in a in a this story. I'm the one who put it on there, so I can't get too upset about it. But this is really, um, that's peak American, by the way. Brian Wolf says they shouldn't have let him back in the USA. Can we disown him? That's a I I'm 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 okay with no, it. I, I'm not a I'm okay with that. Like I, I'm not a supporter of of immigration or. or and I think technically that's like a violation. I think you can't do that with an American, but I wouldn't. 
lose much sleep over it because <laughs> he he i'm not sure where he'd go yeah i don't think taiwan wants it. Taiwan, yeah, taiwan yeah. doesn't want him definitely not taiwan uh uh sarah says no gloves are like condoms more than one pair causes friction and they break oh my god that's actually a very valid point that's a very good point i wouldn't know i don't use condoms but um from what i've always heard is that uh <laughs> what i've heard about condoms what i've heard about condoms is that uh if you use more than one they break and so she's trying to protect herself and she may have very, and plus she had to keep going back so there may have oh lord no wonder she's vomiting this story man uh i'm walking to economy bathroom and back i'm not following that guy that's the other thing i yeah. wouldn't want to go in after him i'm not going in i will hold it for the next 20 hours or whatever it is so what else here um i'm registered democrat so i'm all in on that yeah absolutely listen well it is time to vote for hillary in the I, primary i was gonna say let, let's wait till she announced and then we'll start our own operation chaos I, seriously for the people in open seriously i will tell you now if that if that lady if she if she does that I will be 100% behind her in the primaries and actively I, and, and, and vocal about it. I will be a, like on this show, very excited about it because that is hours of good content and information. Well, entertainment better than information. It'll be, it'll be hours of good entertainment. Info, infotainment. 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 Yes. Um, yeah, no, I will jump all over Hillary in the primary. That'll be all. That'll be me. I will be with her. For the primary, at least. Um, uh, Crystal uh, Diane McManigal, my, my god baby mama, uh, uh, said, uh, that would not have happened on an American airline. There are laws that prevent someone from, from providing care that they are not specifically trained for. Uh, an American flight attendant would have flat out told him no. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That is what would happen here. Yeah. They'd say no, and he would, Yeah. De- deal deal with the dirty shorts, man. He'd have to he'd have to deal with the consequences of that. Right. And uh yeah. That was that was uh I'm still glad we ran with the story. Me too. Um <laughs> I'm standing on that. I'm standing on that. Um what what else do we have? So this so, was a news heavy news week, heavy by week. the way, guys. All right. So in Speaking of uh, 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 Chinese areas, uh, Asian shenanigans, Asian shenanigans, a Chinese geneticist uh, has created a he has created the first gene edited baby babies, too. Okay, because they're twins. Um, He he did a a little messing around with the DNA on a couple of twins, and uh, now he has made them. Resistant to HIV, which, all right, not bad. You know, cool. China uh, vows to punish him for violating rules to carry out the unethical for personal fame. All right. Also, also understandable. Also understandable. Yeah. Like, I saw the movie Gattaca in 1998. And or whatever when you were a tiny when, child, yeah. When I was real young, my parents should not have let me watch that movie. Um, you were like little, yeah, real small. But uh, yeah, I saw the movie Gattaca and I saw the issues that could potentially come from oh, yeah, 
genetically altering somebody's DNA. Uh, and that was 20 years ago. And only, it only got more scary. It only got more scary. Yeah. And we continue to, I mean, they're going for it. So the question here is, okay, well, my questions here are, why is it always twins? Like you got, you got Goebbels from World War II, always doing stuff on doing the experiments on the twins. You got this guy doing stuff on the twins. Like, why is it always twins? And have these people never seen a sci-fi movie? Do they not know the dangers of what could the, what this could turn into? Oh, sure. Yeah, you want a baby that has blue eyes because, you know, blue eyes look better. Of course, I understand that. I've got blue eyes. Uh, <laughs> but this could potentially turn into so much worse. It's like the AI scare that everybody has right now. because we're getting It will s- absolutely get worse. It will absolutely get worse. Because we're putting all of this hope into, okay, soon we're going to... For the genetically altered children, we don't know what that's going to turn into. Like, that's how you get X-Men, which sounds awesome, but then you remember Magneto is an X-Men. It's not awesome. It's not awesome, guys, because I can tell you right now, um, if you watch any of the X-Men movies or look at the comic books, the Earth is in a constant state of cataclysm. Humanity is constantly at threat of extinction entire cities are destroyed. Um, that's definitely, we don't want to go in that direction. My questions, my main question is, they said that he made the twins resistant to HIV. How does he know? Has he been injecting these children with HIV? That's actually, you know, that was a point I didn't even think about. I was more concerned. I mean, you want to talk the, about unethical. Yeah. Injecting infant children, and newborn babies with HIV. Newborn baby twins. With HIV. Just to find out if uh, his genetic experiment in the womb, prepartum. If he, if he did, I, he, he had to sweat a little bit for that, the results of that one, huh? I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, because he, if, it's, if, if they do resist, it's like, yes, I nailed it. And but if, if not, don't, it's like, oh, I, I just gave HIV to babies. Yep. Which is almost assuredly illegal in China. Well, they were girls, so no. Oh, so if the kid, if the parents already had one child, then you could say you were enforcing the one child policy right. in the most brutal way imaginable. Right. Um, there's a lot about this story, but that's my big question is how do you know that they're resistant to HIV? Are you just in theory they're resistant or did you actually inject them with HIV or maybe the mother already had HIV? That also, yeah, I want, I want to know. That also know could that. be, yeah. There's, there, there are a lot of different uh, aspects to this. Yeah, a lot of different aspects to this story. And I have no, like, again, no real clue because all I read was about how China's pissed. <laughs> how China's pissed, and he's like, "Well, I did it, so I mean, whatever." <laughs> what are you gonna do now? Um, Stop me, I guess. Oh, wait, yeah. you didn't. What are you going to do? Make the kids have AIDS? Yeah, you're um, going to give the kids AIDS? I already give tried. The kids AIDS? Like, I already tried that. Um, <laughs> God. Um, so gene editing is something that interests me because uh, the few diseases that are out there that aren't curable yet, types of cancers, autoimmune il- illnesses. I have MS, which is an autoimmune disease. 
these are things that you know we've already figured out how to kill pathogens and things like that. Oh, what's that? Uh, we lost you for a second. You're back though. I'm back. Okay, yeah, you're back. Uh, how long did you lose me? Uh, not long. Just okay, about five seconds. Oh, okay. Uh, we've you know most of the you know bacteria they they find cures for it viruses they haven't found cures for but they have found uh things that uh stop its spread and and, you know make it where it can't multiply and things like that um and they have vaccines for those things all that's really left in terms of like human illnesses that they haven't been able to figure out how to stop are systemic illnesses like cancers autoimmune illnesses and they're caused by a myriad of different influences, everything from genetics to um, to environmental stressors to diet and exercise and all sorts of other things. Um, gene editing will be the way, more than likely, that they will be able to say, okay, this series of gene sequences is what causes MS in some people. This is what causes diabetes or, or you know, um, leukemia or whatever. And if someone starts to have that thing, they can simply just edit those genes and they don't have that anymore or, or it stops, it stops advancing and they can just, you know, deal with the, whatever was initially caused. And they'll eventually be able to treat it like a vaccine with kids where they'll be like, all right, we turn this off, this off, this off, this off, because literally all those things do these specific sequences do is cause you to possibly get leukemia or, or MS or diabetes or, or, you know, uh, multiple myeloma or whatever. Parkinson's, Huntington's. Um, What's that? Parkinson's, Huntington's. Parkinson's, Huntington's, any of these like uncured ALS, any of these types of things. Um, So it's very promising. It's also horrifying because you think side effects of drugs are bad. How about the side effects of messing with someone's genetics and where we don't know what's going to happen 20, 30, 40 years from now. And there's going to be a massive rush. If there's a way to cure cancer, um, even a specific type of cancer, if there's a way to flat out cure leukemia, they're not going to say, let's wait 30 years and see what it does. They're going to be giving it to every, to anyone that, you know, has leukemia or, or is at risk of leukemia. So it's, it's a horrifying thing, but at the same time, it's but like, this is how you get a bunch of Cronenbergs. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it absolutely is. It's, 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 it, it's how the Marvel series of movies ends up happening. Except probably not as attractive. No, no, they'll definitely be ugly. Yeah, and they will. Um, and, and it will absolutely end poorly. Right. Um, it will not end well. But it will not end well, and it will be as. I mean, just think. You know, every time we're like, "Oh wow, how this is and, fun to watch," and you're watching like an entire city being destroyed. And here, that's, okay, so be real. Here's my other thing on gene editing: is let's say gene editing becomes something of you know the you know it's it's the standard. Right. Like, and it starts out with stuff like that, where it's like, okay, we don't want our child to have MS or we don't want our child to have Parkinson's or Huntington's or whatever. And then it's going to turn into, yeah, I want my child to have blue eyes and blonde hair and, you know, be six feet tall and athletic or something like that. And then they get there. And then you are going to have people who are going to do things like, oh, I don't want a gay child. And so they're going to start editing the genes so their child is no longer gay. Right. It's super masculine or super feminine, right? Right. right. And they're going to they're going to eventually somebody's going to get mad about it and they're going to say we need to get rid of this because of this reason, not because of, you know, the, the right. extreme moral outrage that you should have about it, but because <laughs> right. 
oh, well, no, you're a homo. It's discriminatory. Right, it's right. discriminatory against gay people. Like, right. For all of these reasons, this is an awful, awful idea. Just love the child but you it's, have. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's an awful idea that is absolutely going to happen. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Technology doesn't not happen. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't like that's what Pandora's box is. It's like, okay, we have like nuclear weapons. I don't know many people who argue that it's good that nuclear weapons exist. Nothing you can do about it now. No, they're out there. They're here. It's yeah, it's here. here, So we should all be able to have them. Um, but, uh, that's by the way, just my opinion. I don't know what Matt thinks about that, but, um, I'm on board with that. Legalize recreational plutonium. Yeah, and Give me so, some but it's there, and there's nothing you can do about it. And the gene editing is going to be the same thing. As soon as you open that box, even if you ban it or whatever else, if someone wants their kid to be a hyper masculine, blue eyed boy with light skin, they're going to do it. Or at the very least, if they want to make sure their kid doesn't have leukemia or lupus or you know whatever, and there's a series of genes that can be shut off to do that. They're going to do it, yeah. and they're, they're not going to be – because most people don't think that far ahead. They're not going to think about what it's going to do 30 years from now for the kid or what it's going to do future generations now. It's like GMO for kids. Um, yeah, I mean if you, so, can, I mean, if you could stop your ch- child from having ALS, most parents would be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. Of course they would, especially if it's if there's a, a high risk of it in their family. Right. Like, you know, but at the I same time, kid, you don't know. Like, same thing. You don't know what's going to happen. What's going to happen instead. Right. Three generations, four generations from now. Like, it, Yeah, not even to them. What's going to happen 200 years from now? They might start coming out with horns or something. Like, you don't know. Now, again, you think, okay, well, then, you know, they'll get the horn suppressant at that point. You know, like, you know, at least my kid won't have ALS. So I, I get... I get the, the the idea behind it, but there's so many ethical landmines with this, and um, so many um, so many things that can happen as a result of it. It's absolutely going to happen. You cannot shut that box once it opens. Uh, Fotini Henderson said, um, "Good question." And doesn't HIV clearance take months to two years from point of possible exposure? That was my first thought. So it turns out that it's actually um, it's it's the threshold's lower than it used to be. Um, they're able to give you a a test result that is pretty accurate. I think it's like ninety percent accurate or ninety something percent accurate within like twenty four hours. The test that's like one hundred percent accurate, I think, takes two or three weeks. Right. But that's an excellent point. Was he injecting these kids with AIDS, HIV, and waiting three weeks to to give the test to know for certain? Like, I, there's, I that's my biggest thing. I want to know is like. How the hell did you test this theory and what kind of you think that Hillary Clinton has stones if she enters the 2016? That's more like hubris than stones. When you inject a kid with AIDS because you're pretty sure you you made them immune to it. That is that 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 is ballsy on that's Teddy Roosevelt level ballsy. That is ballsy and or sociopathic. And sociopathic, uh, yeah. Because you I'll have you to that. be, you have to be willing to be like, yeah, you know what? I got to break a few eggs to make an omelet. Like you have to have that mentality of like, well, if I'm gonna have these AIDS-free kids in the future, uh, you might have a couple kids with AIDS out there. You know what you're gonna do? Um, so the Chinese government's gonna probably gulag him. Oh yeah, um, that that dude, then, that dude is disappearing unless he is pulled out by a different country. 
Yeah, and then and then and then ironically, probably the Russians. They, if I'm betting, I bet, it's, yeah, or us because like we did with the like the U.S. did with all the Nazis, they took to build this space program that didn't exist because the Earth is flat. Right. Um, birds don't exist. Also, by right. the way, that's my new thing. Birds aren't real. I have um, heard that from so like many people drones. recently. Yeah, have you noticed you haven't seen as many birds recently? It's because government funding. Because government uh, funding. It's also winter. Um, um, that is definitely winter. <laughs> I I love these. Australia is not real. Neither is Wyoming. Yeah, Wyoming um, is not real. Wyoming is absolutely one hundred percent fake. It's it's North Dakota you're looking at, and um, I I'm sticking by that. Why not? Um, so yeah, so this gene editing thing is crazy. Speaking of, uh, someone saying something scientific ish <laughs> that's garbage, and I don't agree with it. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, the newly minted congresswoman, congresswoman from the Bronx, from the I, the Bronx, Sandy from the Bronx, Sandy from the Bronx. Um, she uh, said, "Is this a, this is an actual quote, right?" Uh, the part that you pasted in is an actual quote. Yeah. Okay. She said, uh, basically, she said we got twelve years to live, um, and she said, uh, "I think part of it is uh, part of it that is generational, and that millennials and people." in Gen Z, which is the young people. And all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like, first of all, the way she talks is, and we're like, the world we're is like, going to end in 12 like, years. And like, and like, and we're like, and like, totally like, like the yeah. world is going to end in 12 years. If we don't address climate change, the biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? You know, your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it? And like, this is the war. This is our World War II. And I think for younger people looking at this are more like, how are we saying let's take it easy when 3,000 Americans died last year? Of cli- cli- From, Is that her assertion? 3,000 so, Americans died last year of climate change? So she's saying that uh, 3,000 Americans died last year from climate change because of the hurricane that hit you. Oh, for yeah, because hurricanes did not exist. No, hurricanes did not exist. Uh, hurricanes did not exist before this. But yeah, so she went on and she was... It, the second half that we don't have in here, she said, the UN says that we only have 12 years. Uh, climate change, we because of climate change, we only have 12 years left on this planet, I guess. Um, if that's true, if that is true, why pay debt? Why, you know, why do anything to work toward a better future? Everything that she is saying is 100%. I don't know if she's doing it intentionally or if it's just. She's a pure politician. She's a pure fear mongering. She sends out the same type of fundraising emails that all the other schmucks do. Like she is a pure, pure politician. But everything that she is saying, oh, well, if we don't fix this now, we're not going to, and you know, nothing's going to change because when you have China and you have India and you've got Russia, who are the biggest contributors to pollution in the world, not changing their policies. And we're like, oh, well, we have to do something here at home. And we're like 2% or whatever it is. And it's like, and, 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 and in reducing the United States in 2017, which was the last year they had figures for, had reduced uh, the total net output of uh, greenhouse gases by 480 million or billion tons or however they measure it, like a sizable amount 
And it was completely out. That reduction was completely outstripped by increases in China, India, I think Brazil and, yeah, and some other countries. Some, yeah, somebody else. So but, it's like you said, we could we could tomorrow stop producing all, including breathing, exhaling, producing all uh, uh, climate uh, gases, the greenhouse gases, and it wouldn't stop anything. No. And I've yet to talk. So I went into this with an open mind because, you know what? Just because a Republican says something's a hoax doesn't mean it's a hoax. Just because a Democrat something says something is, you know, the case doesn't mean it it isn't. And there are some scientists who absolutely say that it's anthropomorphic and so i gathered my my information and i saw that for the last for as far down as they can drill into the core which means they can go back i think like four hundred fifty thousand years of, of estimated climate data we are well within the range that it naturally goes we're certainly going up higher than we have in the last say 50 or 60 years but if you even go out 200 years we're well within that range if you go back four four hundred and some odd thousand years uh, you know, it's 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 a joke. We're we're in a, a very narrow range compared to the wild swings it used to make. It, we are considerably cooler than it was during the uh, Roman, I think, Holocene period. They call it during like the time of the Roman Empire. It was con- considerably warmer on the on the climate than it is now, with almost no greenhouse gases to speak of. There was no industrialization. My question, and I've yet to ever get an answer on this um, from many climate scientists, is. How much of the current climate change is happening as a result of of human anthropomorphism, in, in, in human involvement? How much of it is caused by that? How much of a reduction would need to have it to bring it back within a normal range? And how long would that take? Because if you're telling me we have 12 years and we got to do this, we got to do that. Show me a plan. Don't just say we got to start a carbon tax Tell me exact numbers of what needs to be done. They don't even pretend that they know. Mm-mm. No. So what are you coming to me for? They don't even pretend that they know what percentage is causing it, is being caused by human activity. But it definitely is. Well, how much? Well, I don't know. Well, how much do we need to cut? I don't know. And Well, how long is it going to take? I don't know that either. Yeah, and the entire thing, the entire climate change thing, which... I normally don't go out on the record on saying stuff like this. The entire climate change theory is strictly based on the fact that we will then become more dependent on the government. The government will then be more involved in our lives. And okay, so we have 12 years left. People are going to stop paying their debts. People are going to stop taking care of the stuff that they're supposed to be taking care of. That's true. And then... After the 12 years is up and it's like, oh, crap, like now I have all of this debt and they're saying it's going to be another 15 years because whenever – all in, these kids. Whenever yeah. an inconvenient truth came out in 2000, what the hell ever, uh, they said that – It was 03, 04. Right, but we only had till 2015 or 16 or something before the world was going to end because we didn't change. And oh, now yeah, by 2017, uh, where I live in Myrtle Beach was supposed to be completely underwater. Right, and so – they just keep pushing it out, but everybody hears that and they're like, well, we're not doing anything about it, so why should I take care of any of the crap that I need to take care of? And now these people are going to be more dependent on the government. Call me Alex Jones if you want for that conspiracy theory, but that is 100% what I think that is. That's more valid than anything they're saying, honestly. There was a guy that said, and I forget who he was, he said, if, insur- if this was real, if the threat was real insurance companies wouldn't be giving insurance policies on that they would be saying you know we're not giving insurance policies 
on you know areas past X because it's too it's too close to the water and the waters are going to rise. And now obviously they don't know everything that's going to happen. I mean they they ensure in, in hurricane prone areas, but you have to think that there'd be a lot more momentum in industry outside of government. It is government that is running around flapping their their wings and saying the sky is going to call yeah. going to fall. Industry is saying. I don't think this is true. I don't think it's it might happening. be true. Right. It might be true, but I don't I don't think it is. Again, I'm open to the idea that there may be some human involvement, although the more I read about it, the less inclined I am to believe that. And also the the, the more I, I engage with so-called climate experts, if they'll even will even but by the way, you want to talk about a smug group of people. This is why I want the earth to be flat. If you challenge someone who calls themselves a client scientist, all their entire argumentation consists of uh, 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 the, the 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 appeal to to authority fallacy. Well, I went to this school and I went to that school. Okay, I have questions for you. Answer them. What school you went to means nothing to me. I have questions. You don't like the fact that a, a almost high school dropout is asking you this question. I don't care. If you want me to take you seriously, I have these 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 questions, and and no one can answer. How? It's a simple question. If I tell you that something terrible is happening, that people are doing something terrible. And if we don't stop it, um, we're all going to die. And you go, okay, well, how much are they causing? If I can't answer that, then nothing else I say after that should be taken that seriously. If I further can't answer how much needs to be stopped in order for the bad thing to happen, then it's a joke that I'm even talking. Go ahead. No, that was, I mean, that's all, that's all I got on that entire subject oh also she was on stephen colbert the other night last night i think Mm -hmm. and uh he said people people have been saying that you and some of the other uh junior congress women who have been out there doing things need to wait your turn and be silenced now uh i need to say this in a polite way that uh in a polite way for tv but i also know you're from the bronx so uh how many do you give? And she said zero. Oh, wow. So she was just saying she gives zero Fs. Yep. We don't swear on this show. We try not um, to. Often. Um, how brave of her to, to hit that softball. Listen, I, you know, I don't particularly, particularly dislike uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. I think she's every other politician that came before. She's just more social media savvy and she's young. And, um, you know, she, uh, she dances poorly, but, uh, she's saying the same crap that as soon as she fell in line and backed Pelosi, I'm like, you're full of garbage. You're not coming in to do anything, coming in to do anything. By the way, I want to pivot back to Kamala Harris very quickly. Kamala Harris is probably one of the most pro prison pro hard on, on, on offenders, uh, 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 politician that's out there, but easily more pro prison and pro uh, enforcement and incarceration than than Donald Trump easily, um, easily, easily. She was against this this uh, prison reform that just happened. She is easily a hardcore. Uh, she has put more um, black people in prison than anyone else that's announced that they're running so far. Um, you know, it's it just it's hilarious to me that the left will look at her and go, well, she's a woman of color and she's telling us to resist. So I'm throwing my hat in with her and it's like. 
she would make Obama look like a choir boy if she got in. Oh, yeah. In terms of war and prosecution, she is so tough on crime. And she's now going to pretend she isn't because she's supports the, the bail reform. Great. You support bail reform. How many people did you use that to, to lock away? Use the fact that they couldn't afford bail to get them to plea on something that they probably didn't even do or, or to, to snitch on someone else. Give me a break here. You support bail reform. So I just wanted to talk about that. So I guess this is really the last thing. Speaking of, did you, you know, have anything else you wanted to say about I just, Sandy? No, God, no. Um, I just wanted to say that uh, when people are like, how does Rush Limbaugh do a three-hour show? And I said, it's because he's got commercials. You and I can do a good two hours and 15 minutes so far. If no we commercials. Had commercials, guys, this show would go on forever. This show would be a periodical where people would just like check in and see what we're talking about and, and then, you know, pop out. You know, it's like, well, it's lunchtime. I wonder what they're talking about for lunchtime. Um, and I do it too because that's money. Um, uh, so, speaking of people that Matt uh, finds attractive saying and doing disappointing things. Sure. We'll go guys, for those of you who are real ones, uh, who, who are have been around time listeners who've been around since the uh what what would be the proper one there's bs which is before spike and as <laughs> after spike or ds during spike during spike Dur- the era the, of spike the, the, the year D- of our spike right the the se the spike era if you've been around for the, the spike, spike era for se muddied waters of freedom yep. se you probably know that we started a hashtag campaign called. Yeah, we started a campaign called. Oh, go ahead. Called Matandis. Hashtag, hashtag Matandis. But this was a. Uh, this was okay. Yeah, that that probably requires more of a explanation for those of you who don't know what that is. But this require. Uh, this was a campaign to get Candace Owens from. Turning Point USA for anybody who doesn't know. Right. To go out on one date with me. Just one. Just one. Just, Just one, one date. That's all I wanted. So. But as of today, it appears as though hashtag Matandis is done. It's really sad. It is sad. Because I may still keep doing it just because I don't want to let it go. And I understand that because I don't want to let it go either. <laughs> but um she got engaged. She got engaged to, um, not to... Not to Charlie Kirk. Not to Charlie Kirk. Yeah, not to Charlie Kirk. guy that Kirk. looks a lot like Charlie Kirk, which like, tells you something there. Right. But not Charlie Kirk. Not Charlie when Kirk. I, in fact, when I, saw, when I first saw it and I saw the thumbnail, I'm like, she went and got, she went and got engaged to Charlie Kirk. And then I looked it up and I was like, no, not Charlie Kirk, some That's, other guy, guy yeah. that I've never heard of. Yeah, some, um, Josh Gordon, I think. Something, something. And uh, so she went and got engaged to a pathetic attempt at a facsimile of Matt Wright. And um, it's her loss, I'll she, tell you. She could have had the loss. real thing. She could have had the real thing. And, and she, just, she, she went with the uh, facsimile. You know, women... You know, sometimes women just make bad choices. You know, it happens. And it's just, it's sad to watch because it's like, you know, you're... You're, you're 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 beautiful. You're 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 on the, the the peak of your prime. You are the peak of everything good. Of everything that's good that's going to happen in your life, and 
especially now because you know you didn't even give Matt a chance. It's definitely downhill from here, lady. <laughs> I would say between this decision and the decision to link up with Kanye, this is easily a worse decision than linking with Kanye. Than that whole Kanye explosion that happened. That was more of a strategic failure. Right. This was a systemic, lifelong, poor choice that you made. I forgive you because I'm that's who I am as a person. And I don't I don't hold on to things. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not holding any ill will and I hope your marriage yeah, yeah, works yeah, I know. out. But yeah, I'm not mad. No. I feel bad for you. It's just, it, I'm sad. I'm sad for you. I'm sad for Matt, but I'm more sad for, for Candace. And it's just, it yeah. was entirely preventable, but I think I, is the, 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 the most difficult part about but it. But in the end, I am a gracious loser. And I will say that I wish her the best of luck in this marriage. With, you're, you're staring randomly. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to decide what I'm prepared to wish. I wish I wish that this goes as well as one could expect a union with someone who isn't Matt Wright to go. That's fair. That is absolutely fair. If you ask any I of wish... my exes, that would probably be really well. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not asking them. I'm not asking them. But I, I, I uh, so Sarah says, oh, geez, she's not married yet. Challenge him to a duel. That's, you know, I don't know this guy's shooting skill. So yeah, I, I don't I'm not really willing to take that duel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to see what this guy's like. Because, I mean, there's a good chance this guy's like a hunter or something. Yeah, I don't he's, he, probably put, put goes, that on Matt. He, he probably goes to the shooting range a lot more often than I do. Yeah, so that's what I'm thinking is, you know, this might maybe not be a good idea. But I, I, I just, you know, listen, Candace, this isn't set in stone yet. There's still time. and You're waiting until the end time. of the year. You've got till whenever it is that it that app that you're getting. Do they have a date set? Uh, she said sometime at the end of the year. Okay, so you have Sarah says a fencing. Sarah wants to see this fight because she said a fencing match. A fencing match. I, you know what? Can we do a fencing match on the border? It'll only cost five point seven billion. Aha! Uh-huh. If you want to see actually fence actual fencing ever happen on the border. You take Matt and Candace's guy down there and have a little bit a couple, of a, yeah, do a little, a little pointy sticks. Yep. Um. So yeah. So it's you know what I wish Candace. I wish you. I wish you as well as as one could reasonably expect in this kind of situation. Yes. And I I you know I think that you, I think that you will if if you're not already regretting it I think you will, um and I think that uh. You know, I don't want to wish you anything bad. I don't want to wish you anything bad, but I just, you know. Just, just so just so you know, Candace, this smile would have been just for you. But no, now yep. it's for some other girl that I have yet to meet, probably. But it's totally happening. No, you're, you're definitely going to meet her. And, and, and when it happens. Well, it I may have already met her Candace. and just don't know that she's the one. Also, that also, also very possible. Also very true, yeah. Very, very possible. And it's more than likely not going to be Candace. And that it saddens me for her. But you know what? I mean, I don't know that this guy is um, is a, a serial abuser. I don't know that. 
But I don't not nope. know that. There, there's no way to tell. There's probably ways to tell, but I don't. I'm. I'm. There's no way for us to tell. <laughs> there's no way for us to. <laughs> there's no way. We're for not going to find out. Yeah, we're not going to know. So I just hope I'm wrong. Me too. <laughs> for a few reasons, but I, 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 I hope that you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong, or I hope that I'm not. I hope my 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 intuition here is is off. Um. So anyway, wish you well. Hashtag. Um, Matandis. Matt Mattistery. Matistery. It's a mystery. It's a mystery who Matt is going to get. Do we have anything else we're talking no, about? No, God, no. We just talked for two and a half hours. I'm losing oh, my voice. Oh, come on. I'm sure there's something we got to touch on. No? Okay, well, then I guess this is a social media thing, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. remember, everybody. You can. Oh, uh, who do you have on the show tomorrow? Oh, I have uh, Tom Arnold, uh, the former chair of the Libertarian, or uh, I think he still is. He either still is or was, the, well, we're about to find out, uh, uh, chair of the Libertarian Party of Tennessee. He is uh, running for the U.S. Senate seat uh, in Tennessee uh, for 2020, and he is Liberty Claus. He's, he's well known as a guy that looks exactly like Santa Claus, and um, we're going to have a really fun, I've been trying to get him on for a while. Uh, so we're going to have a fun time talking about his Senate run and his beliefs and uh, all sorts of fun stuff. So that's who, who I'm having tomorrow night, uh, or I guess. Yeah. Yeah, it's still technically Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be tomorrow night at 8. And then who do you have for writer's block? Uh, for the writer's block on Thursday, I've got Joshua Smith, who ran against Nick Schmarmy Smirk Sarwark for the uh, – <laughs> For the uh, chair of the Libertarian Party, and he is running for the chair of the Libertarian Party of California. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, so that's that'll be. It's going to be a good week. So that's going to be a good week. Yeah, it is a good week. And then yeah, next so Tuesday so we, so we that's are two, back here, right here, right back here, right back here, to talk for another two and a half hours. <laughs> Possibly about. I remember at stuff. one point to a different host, I said, "No, we're not going over an hour." Like week one with you, it was like, "Well, that's out the window." We're still doing the intro in the first hour, yeah. so, um, so, so so we will be back here for quite a while. So remember, everybody, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash muddied waters of freedom. You can follow us on the Twitter at muddied underscore waters. And you can follow us on the Instagram at muddied waters of freedom. Yeah. And on YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash muddied waters media. And you can watch this show along with every other episode at muddied waters of freedom.com. MoneyedWatersOfFreedom.com. And so we will see you tomorrow night for my show, uh, My Fellow Americans, and we will see you Thursday night for Writer's Block, and then we will see you on Tuesday night right back here for the Money Waters of Freedom. Guys, thank you so much again for joining us. And where we're going, we don't need roads. <laughs> <laughs>